What is going on, everybody? It is episode 432 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hi, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I'm happy to be back from the weekend. Um, tell me what you did over the weekend. I, I know a lot of people here went on a floating trip. Uh, it was supposed to be like whitewater rafting or something, which I'm terrified of. Like, I just picture myself flying into the air and then breaking my spine on so a you rock. Didn't, you didn't go? No, I didn't go. You didn't go? I almost like, I don't want to pay to like be in water. Like, it's already there. Nature gave it to us. You know what I mean? Yes, I absolutely know <laughs> what you mean. I, I'm, I'm with you on that did one. Did you go? I No, no, I didn't go. And hence the reason why I asked if you went. I, I did not go. Uh, so. <sighs> I had an okay weekend. I tried to skate twice. I failed both times. My my leg is still shot and giving out. But luckily, my arm is not lost circulation since then. So that's good. Your arm I, is good. Your leg is still not good. My, my leg is still definitely not working. I, I tried to skate on Saturday. Gave it about 10 minutes. Didn't work. Just ended up doing some just general rec skating around to get around and get some exercise. Maybe we should just do like two hours of us shooting the shit today. That Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice just sitting here talking? About, I mean, that's what we do before the show, but it's just there's longer intervals between words. I mean, neither of us is afraid to sit in silence. So that's, yeah. that might be dangerous. Now, that would this show would benefit from one of those people who can just like who just can't sit quietly. Like the person who always has to have something said because they just don't know how to deal with the with the silence. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like we're we work together because we don't need to do that. You know what I mean? It wouldn't work uh, in the chat. Corey Anderson says, I can't do super chats. The icon doesn't show up. What's up with that, bros? Uh, is that happening to anyone else? Because if so, YouTube, I've got a problem. I've got a problem if that's a thing, but normally it wouldn't, it wouldn't take away the ability for Super Chats. It would just take away the ability to live stream if there's a problem, but I don't think there is. So guys, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, but before we get into that, would you hit the like button on this? Thank you very much for that. Would you hit the like button on this video and subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? Thank you very much for that. Remember all Super Chats, assuming your Super Chats can go through, $20 and over, we will interrupt the discussion. We will read those Super Chats right then and there, and then we will get right back on topic as quickly as possible. So there you have it. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Logan Paul is currently having his life absolutely decimated uh, because his fiance is um, is being called a lot of names and a lot of pictures are still coming out involving her with other men in her past and it's She's being, being used called as... a floozy, Oof, that's a, a loose woman, if you will. What is this? The... A lady for the streets. Okay, that one's modern, but the rest of those were like very 50s in their terminology. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, A harlot, <laughs> perhaps, even. So, so we're going to talk about that because uh, his fight with Dylan Dennis is coming up in October. We'll see if that even happens, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to talk about that. We are going to talk about Taylor Swift and a resurfaced clip that Libby Emmons posted today, as well as several other people, in which in 2019, she apparently blamed George Soros for the purchase of her uh, entirety of her first six albums without consulting her, as if as if anybody at a private equity firm has to consult with you about George anything. Soros was going to personally call her up and ask her how she felt about that think, business deal. Do you think George Soros knows how to use a phone? I, I bet you people dial him in. 
And then he just picks up the you phone. You think he still uses fax machines? That would be really cool if he did. That'd be really cool if he did. So we're going to talk about that. There's a bunch of other stories that come up with that. We're also going to talk about uh, Judy Garland. She's a big mainstay in the entertainment business these days. Oh, wait. Uh, Judy Garland passed away in, like, what, 1969? She's yeah. being dragged and called names and canceled from beyond the grave on Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it, for a blackface performance she did in the 1930s. As a child. As a child. Child, so we're going to talk about that. She was a 21-year-old child. No, she was she was actually a child. So we're going to talk about that. Also, there's an OnlyFans model named Maria Casillas who uh, did her best to raise money for the victims of the Maui wildfires, and then evil fascistic GoFundMe said no bueno because she tried to uh, sell nudes to raise money for. <laughs> I'm not amused, but I'm not amused one bit. Well, I am. So we're going to talk about that. We got a bunch of other stuff. Also, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of fiance, like with Logan Paul, I put up a poll today, ladies and gentlemen. I said, what is it that you call a female bride to be? Is it fiance with one E, fiance with two E's? Is it do both work or is it bonus hole? That Once is- again, I am not amused by this poll today. Well, right now, um, a 38% bonus hole is in the lead, but fiance is right on its heels with 34%. Fiance with one E is, in, is on its heels with 34%. So guys, go ahead and, and vote in that poll and make your voices heard, I say. Whatever. So, <laughs> I, have, I have angered Mary, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mary, why don't you tell us what is going on with Logan Paul? So, oh wait, what are we doing? We're not we're not doing Logan Paul first, are we? Well, we're gonna we're go not. ahead and get started. We're gonna go ahead and get started then. An actual get well, started. We're gonna first, right? we're gonna do the fake part of the start of the show where we just talk about random bullshit that we want to talk that, about for like an hour. Exactly. And the first thing it's our show, and you don't make the rules. We do. Exactly. And the first <laughs> thing on that uh, on that bucket list, the ladies docket. and gentlemen, on the docket is Blue Beetle only made twenty five million dollars this weekend. It was expected to make twenty five to thirty million dollars. It was expected to make up to thirty five million. Yeah, and didn't even make it there. It, it did beat Barbie. It only took five weeks of Barbie being out. I just wonder, like, do the people who make these movies know that they're mediocre, yes. or do they legitimately like feel strongly about it? Like, I imagine if I were working on something for, like, a year, two years or more, I could convince myself that it was really good. Yeah. And maybe that's where they've ended up. But, like, I just, I can't imagine them watching this at the end. It's all been edited. The the VFX have been done. Everything. And actually thinking that this was going to make money. Yeah, I mean, the, the funny thing is, is when we went there, the, the theater was pretty empty, and it, it was the first time we've been to the movie theater this like this year. I mean, it's still technically summer, where the theater had actual seats available or, like, parking spots available in the main parking lot. Yeah. Like, I hadn't <laughs> seen that, but I guess, like, the kids weren't back at school yet because the kids I go back still, this week. that day, still saw multiple groups of girls and women dressed up in pink to see Barbie. Mm-hmm. It's still happening. Yep. So like they just need to whatever you did with Barbie that made it work, just do it again. Yeah. Oh, that, oh yeah. That's what I was saying earlier. They Coffee need to. Paste. They need to figure out what the hell that makes women go nuts for Taylor Swift. What and makes sit. women tick? Yeah. They they need to figure it out and they need to make movies about it because they haven't figured out a way to really really crack that code. 
uh, because there's a huge untapped market just by virtue of what we're going to show later with all of these women just randomly outside of a restaurant just to look at Taylor Swift. Uh, imagine the money to be made if they found a way to translate that to box office success. Instead, I think they're they making bottoms and dicks the musical yeah not kidding those yeah. are the names of two movies that are going to be in theaters soon at the same time which one which one are you looking the most forward to are we going to review no no we're not reviewing. <laughs> we? I'm, I'm not going to see i already this. hate a24 but this is their first musical it's no I, I do want to go see the musical i do want to go see the third equalizer movie even though the second one wasn't as good as the first one i want to support denzel washington whenever i can i watched two denzel movies over the weekend no i watched three denzel movies over the weekend I'm a, I'm a fan. I watched uh, Deja Vu, The Equalizer, and I watched Man on Fire, all of which are... I mean, The Equalizer is really, really good, but Man on Fire and Deja Vu are both movies that I really, really like. They're both Tony Scott movies. So, you know, it, it's very, I very promise good. I'm going to finish Harry Potter eventually. Yeah. But so, I've attempted finishing the second to last one like five times now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 I'm going to do it. I, I swear. Mean, what's going to happen is like you're going to get done finally and then you're not going to be able to sleep for weeks because you won't have something to fall asleep to. Yeah. <laughs> so it says, I mean, it points out that Blue Beetle cost $100 million to make and it only made $25 million here and only $18 million overseas, bringing its total to $43 million. Uh, one, one of the copes that they had is that Hurricane Hillary... Um, destroyed S areas of Southern California where the movie was over indexing. So it's, it's Hurricane Hillary's fault. Yeah. They were um, thinking all of the Mexican families in SoCal were going to see it. That's well, that's what the, the numbers said that it was over indexing in that area. So no dice on that. And then Barbie made another $21 million. Oppenheimer made 18 or $10 million. I didn't think people were going to rewatch Oppenheimer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's just too much of a time investment. So, uh, yeah, so, but a uh, hundred million dollars. So let's say, let's say what, like $150 million with marketing, maybe, uh, probably more these days. And then you think about it made $43 million, which means split that 50% with the studios or with the, uh, the theaters. So it made about, you know, $21.5 million or 21. Something. It actually costed 120 million, did it not? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they rounded down here to make this news seem less bad. Also, Barbie is, uh, about to pass super Mario brothers as the most successful movie of the year. Yep. Yep, uh, it's passing Super it's Mario Brothers. It's gamers against women, like always. Figures, Gamergate 2, <laughs> Gamergate 2.0 will happen at the movie theater, not on the internet. Thankfully. That would be, that'd be amazing. Maybe that's how they do it. Maybe they have a game. Maybe, remember they made that, like, that BuzzFeed movie about Gamergate? Maybe they have that and they star Taylor Swift. I think we should have Anita Sarkeesian on the show. Uh, I would love that. I would love to have Who's going to play Anita Sarkeesian in the biopic? Um... <laughs> That lady from the movie Hocus Pocus, um, something Najimi. I don't remember her. Catherine or something Najimi. That's not true. That's that's being very mean to Anita Sarkeesian because she's kind of a bigger woman. That's that's not a very nice thing to say. All right, uh, guys. NBC New Universal is in a fight right now with the reality stars on their network who want the right to be able to speak out about racism, sexism, and revenge porn. What I find interesting about this is they keep talking about NDAs, but NDAs don't cover illegal activity. So it's really they just want to be able to talk about stuff that made them feel bad, right? Um, yeah, they want to break their NDAs to talk about the fact that they were put in hotel rooms for free. Hate it when that happens. That they were given free drinks. 
and put in hotel rooms for free for an for a month to Mary pretend to get in fights with people and pretend to date people. Mary's over here like, uh, I'll, I won't complain. Sign me sign up. Sign me up. I Literally will, I will sign me up. Free. Like, that sounds awesome. It says, the lawyers going after NBC Universal and Bravo with both barrels over alleged mistreatment of their reality stars have turned up the heat even higher, demanding the companies release these stars uh, from what their lawyers call a draconian confidentiality agreement. Uh, Brian Friedman fired all other letter, uh, fired off another letter to the companies claiming the NDAs violate California law. Well, if that's true, then shouldn't they be able to speak freely and then just win in court? If, yeah. the, if they violate, right? I don't know. This whole thing is stupid. I don't feel bad for reality stars. I mean, uh, or, or actors and actresses. Uh, there's a $20 one either. there from Rick Bungle. Can you see? Has um, it not come through yet? I don't know. Our super chat system has been like Won wonky lately. Yeah, not uh, working. There lately. it is. Did, did it come through there? Nope. Okay, well, it's from Rick Bungle. He oh, says, wait, now oh, let's got it? All right, go for it. <laughs> what is your opinion on the Maui wildfires? People on the island say they heard explosions in the moments before the fire. It also happens to be in the poor parts of Maui. Do you think the tribe is trying to steal the land? I mean, I see a lot of that going on right now online. Do you think people, it was space lasers? Uh, it could have been space lasers, for all we know. Um, how energy-directed weapons, Why do Mary. I need to have an opinion on natural disasters? I, like, I'm so over it. Yeah. I also saw a bunch of videos of people playing around in the floodwater yeah. for Hurricane Hillary over the weekend. Like, yeah. you're going to get electrocuted. Uh, Rick, we're going to talk about it a little bit more later because we're going to be talking about this uh, this young lady who did her best to raise money the only way she knew how. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Whatever our opinion is on the Maui wildfires. Save it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll <laughs> save it. Also, guys, Mr. Beast is in trouble because, uh, first of all, he smashed a record for the third video in a row, uh, which is like a record for most views within 24 hours. On a non-music video. On a non-music video, which is clearly, you know, music videos do big numbers also uh but a view still counts the same way right like a, a, a just like a any length of view counts as a view uh no the, youtube is more strict about that it has to be at least like 10 seconds or something something like 15 seconds okay so it says after releasing seven days lost at sea in uh, on august 5th the 25 year old set a new record for the most views in a non-music video in 24 hours a video that has since been removed by a copyright claim after an animator claimed that he used their animation without permission i wonder if that's true he was also like doing an olympics type video yeah Every country on earth fights for a quarter million dollars. And people are mad at him because he showed a map in the video that uh, puts Crimea in Russia. As if he had any clue that was going to be in the video. Do you think that Mr. Beast personally is the one editing his yeah. videos? He's like, crime what -a? Like 2014? No, I, I don't think so. And they were also mad that Taiwan wasn't on the map. It's like what happened with Barbie. With, yeah, the, with the map and Barbie. Literally people getting mad about the nine dash line and stuff like that. I love it. It's it's hilarious. I it's, just It speaks to just how good we have it in society these days that these are our concerns. It's like every social yeah. media manager for an NGO's opportunity to 
make a tweet about Mr. Beast. Yeah, yeah. It says... Uh, it's lame. I, I like how it says, however, in a frame from the video. So it's like you're literally... Like 0.5 over, seconds. Over a frame of video, <laughs> which is uh, very, 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 very little. It says... Oh, in the chat, Steppenwolf says Tartaria is real. Uh, I didn't see any... Uh, I didn't see any maps for Tartaria on there, but you'd have to ask some people online. People will just come up with any reason to get into a beef with Mr. Beast. Oh, yeah. Like, they, I don't like, understand. Well, they were mad about it anyways because they're like, he basically started like an orphanage. I, and then I don't like, understand how someone so inoffensive and honestly not interesting yeah. can anger people this much. How can he animate people into that much fury when he's just not an interesting person? He's very, very inoffensive. Like in a lot of ways, he's not even the star of his own videos. Is yeah. other people in the videos. It's also interesting because he's also like his big story. Like the other big thing about him recently is like he's been on his fitness journey. Yeah. He's posting his, 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 his progress pics to his child audience. He's glowing up. He's the, uh, no, so he says Mr. Beef. Other people were saying, no, now he's the real Mr. Beast because he's in good shape now. I like it. Yeah. So, you know what? Uh, I, 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 I'm loath to not support him, though, because he makes the, all the people that annoy me angry for no reason. Like, it's one thing if you get annoyed for kind of like quasi-political reasons and you're a political person. I still think it's lame, but I get it. Like, this is like they're searching for something to be mad at. And it's like, look at this guy donating money when he could be giving it to the government. And then they could be donating half of that because they're going to pocket the rest. I'm going to be mad at that guy. I think that he needs to make a video with Tiffany Gomez next. Yes, yes. I'm also loath not to support her. She posted a new photo of herself sitting on her kitchen floor. She didn't even sell her feet pics. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of e-girls who are traumatized were telling her you can't just be posting your feet pics. Apparently like you can. On Maine. Apparently you can. She posted this photo and said one moment doesn't define you. It can define your purpose. Yeah. Hashtag that MF is not real. Hashtag self-love. Hashtag empowerment. Hashtag motivation. Hashtag stay tuned. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I, did, I did see Malcolm Flex kind of, uh, he critiqued a little bit. He said, look, if she was really so good at her job, she wouldn't have started anything with stay tuned. You don't, you, you hit while the iron's hot. People are staying tuned, though. Well, yeah, they are. Say I mean, what you will, but I, I am tuned. People are I gonna, am monitoring the situation. Yeah, and, and the sad thing is now, <laughs> very, very similar to when some very, very um, rude but funny people on the internet tagged me in all the articles about Lauren Boebert getting divorced. <laughs> now, anytime something from, uh, from Tiffany comes out, I get tagged in it, you know. So I love that Shane Cashman thinks that this MF is not real. Like, oh, yeah. she thinks... Or no, Shane thinks that Tiffany Gomez is not a real person and she's like some kind of CIA deep fake influencer. She maybe she is. He said that kitchen is not real. It's a fake kitchen. Are we sure it's not her own kitchen? Uh, I would believe it's her kitchen. It looks nice. It's very like it nice. would belong in a two million dollar home in Dallas. Um, I believe her. And Look, I support her. I, I love her. Her Instagram is just so normal. I love it's, how she's just basic and normal and doesn't understand why it's a bad idea to post feed on Twitter. That's a good thing. Like, she's too normal for us. We don't deserve her. She um, she also put, like, if you go to the Instagram version of this, it's a carousel of photos. It's not just one. It's three. So you get more <laughs> bang for your for your buck if you uh -huh. go look at the Instagram version of this. And I made sure to repost. I, it's really funny because I reposted the Instagram. Like, my Instagram is almost exclusively, like, humorous skits and memes. And then there's just this <laughs> random picture posted of this woman with a random, like, 
bougie, like, you know, <laughs> middle America white woman quote on there. It's a very live, laugh, love post, right? <laughs> and um, people are like, why are you reposting this? I'm like, they, you don't get it. Um, scroll down to the, the animated version of, of her ah! video. Down further, that one. <laughs> Please. I don't, I don't give two fucks, but I am telling you right now, that motherfucker, <laughs> that motherfucker back there is not real. <laughs> And you can sit on this plane and you can fucking die or not. I'm not going to. Was that that like a satanic goat? Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Are you kidding me? Everyone wants to know what she thinks she saw. Yeah. And she refuses to elaborate. And then it says, and then we'll post a low-key thirst trap with a corny quote and some hashtags and it's an FBI agent. You know? It's it is what it is. It's uh, I'm I'm Wait, willing- what is that video above above there? That's ah! her pointing at herself. I'm telling you right now <laughs> that motherfucker that motherfucker back there is not real. <laughs> I love the internet. It does what it does. The internet does what it does. I don't know if she's ready though. The, the, the thing is though, is like there, there was also people who were tagging me in this thing where they're like, if you look at her IP address, it links back to like an Antifa play to an Antifa site and all this stuff. I just, I love what? it. I love it. I, I love the, the conspiracy of it all. And it just, it makes me so happy. Cause even if it is, uh, I, one of the, the biggest benefits you can have in life is to not take anything too seriously it's a good coping mechanism so it's like maybe this is a psyop maybe she is a cia plant i have no idea if it's true i'm not going to be shocked if it isn't true i'm not going to be shocked and i'll laugh either way so it doesn't really matter when i win yeah like that's the same way with politics right like it's all effed it's all stupid and as long as you can laugh about it on your way to the gulag you're fine you're fine Mm -hmm. at least your last days will be filled with laughter and joy all right, guys, if, if you want to know what to do post-divorce when you have kids, do whatever the hell Britney Spears isn't doing, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, because, she uh, threw a divorce party. She did, like a, like a, you know, like a woman half her age. Wait, how, how old is she? 40? She's got to be in her mid-40s 40s. at this point. So, you um, know, she's acting like somebody who just got divorced at the age of 21 after, like, a bad first marriage, like, right when you're 18, right? She invited a bunch of dudes, shirtless dudes over to her house for a party and said, I put on my green dress, show up at my friends. I invited my fave boys over and played all night. I'm, I'm kind of with you right now. Like, on one hand, I'm like, I don't really care. She's an adult. On the other hand, I feel real bad for those kids for like the teenagers um play the the video oh yeah here we go it's really bad who are these weirdos (laughs) kind of yeah totally normal why is he sniffing her start at the boot bro there we go okay cool bro there we go okay cool bro I love that she's listening to music from her generation too, by the way. <laughs> is she doing this to get Sam Asghari back is, is to like, like make a... him jealous? Because I don't think it's working. It's not going to work. Like, it's recording. It's recording. All right, Dave, go in. And you... It's definitely her phone though, because the quality still sucks. Yeah. So, you know, 
it's it's super awkward, right? Yeah, if I were her kids, I would hate her for this. Yeah, if I was the kids, I'd and be And they've upset. been begging her for months to stop with the Instagram bullshit. Yeah. Like, stop posting naked pics. Stop posting all of these raunchy photos and videos of yourself with the stripper pole and the bikinis. It's just like, imagine the things that their friends would say to them. It's like when, it's like how we're talking about kids in the future are gonna have moms that did OnlyFans or yeah. currently are doing OnlyFans and they're gonna get bullied for it at school. This is like worse than that. Cause it's on a way bigger platform. Yeah. And you know, your mom's on TMZ every day. Is it really I, like something I else? guess like it's it's worse, but it's like you're financially insulated. The the <laughs> the kids with the parents who did OnlyFans might not even be financially insulated from no. the who is it that said, um, my kid'll laugh from a Lamborghini or my kid'll laugh from a Ferrari or something like that? Yeah, that's who, a lot of them cope by saying that. Yeah. Um but like money isn't what kids value, you know. Yeah, that's what adults value. Um, and then sad. she posted another video of her dancing in her house in her underwear, captioned it. As everyone knows, uh, Hassam and I are no longer together. Six years is a long time to be with someone. So I'm a little shocked, but I'm not here to explain why, because it's honestly nobody's business. But that's why you post about it. Because it's <laughs> nobody's business. She's like, she's like she's Megan making and everything Harry. everyone's business. She's like Megan and Harry on her very own worldwide privacy tour in public. Yeah, yeah. I just don't understand the thought process that she's going through she's clearly very detached from reality super unhinged and doesn't have self-respect she needs support she needs a support system and it's like very I mean, hard she, to it's find. like she has one on offer but there are conditions there are strings attached you have to you know behave in a way that's becoming of the people who care about you because their reputations are involved yeah and, and uh, she's not willing to change the way that she's acting so she's not going to have support from anyone who cares about her she's going to have male strippers coming to her house to make videos with her like that's not going to get you through a breakup there's a 20 dollars one right there from i am what i am britney is a rich blonde that has mental issues and is crazy totally in love <laughs> lol well you know what man nobody nobody can blame you everyone has uh you know a lot of people have that predispos predisposition to uh finding crazy blonde women that they happen to think very highly of. I think you're right, though. I think the kids are the ones suffering the most this out of this. This is just not the way to process a loss or the end of a relationship at all. And yeah. I think that it's not just Britney doing this. It's other female celebrities, too, when they get divorces. Like, the way to get back at your ex is to be as promiscuous as possible, yeah. as if that's going to, like, that's going to really show him. Yeah. Like, you're just behaving like a sleazy man. Unknown in the chat says she's grown. Let her be. Thoughts? No. Uh, I mean, she's putting all this out there for public judgment. When you make it public consumption, like, and I'm not even judging her behavior on, on its own as far as promiscuity. I'm just wondering what do the kids, also, like, how like, do the kids feel about it, right? The the song that Miley Cyrus put out after her divorce um I mean I get that this guy like cheated on her it was a bad situation um but she makes this this music video and this song where she's saying like I can buy myself flowers I can hold my own hand and talk to myself for hours like you just sound crazy <laughs> you sound schizophrenic yeah for saying that like you do need other people than just yourself in your life and you can't just you know, rely on self-love and self-worship, essentially, 
to get you through. Uh, Rick C in the chat says, who cares what she does? Uh, 491,588 people at the Literally very least like it. Probably hundreds Hundred, of millions yeah, of people care. They do care. Uh, so, and she speaks to a generation that, and it's funny because it's not even your generation, right? Like it's it's really my generation yeah. or even Gen X really that, that she speaks to. And that's where a lot of these topics that we talk about, it's like, like what you were just talking about with uh, like impact empowerment like mm -hmm. you know I can talk to myself for hours a lot of that was born I mean before that but really came to a head and started really entering the public zeitgeist at that time period yeah. the end of gen x the beginning of the millennial generation and what you're seeing here I mean this is a drastic example and it's an example from a famous person that it doesn't always work out and yeah that like you sometimes nobody is that. buying it when you say that you know you're empowered and loving yourself when this is the way you're acting. Rick C says, all girls, Brett, all girls care. Girls care is what he's saying. So, and also, this is the only Britney that my generation has ever known. Yeah, that's a weird, that's a weird part about it, right? It's like, think about the celebrities who have reinvented themselves. You know, when a celebrity reinvents themselves some, several times over in a career and you don't understand that they were a lot more. It's kind of like when Gen Z is like getting mad at Eminem for like a really tame song lyric in a Rihanna song. Uh, but everyone yeah. knows that the stuff he made when he was younger was far more uh, vulgar, mm -hmm. like way more vulgar. And many artists and celebrities end up reinventing themselves many, many times over before they're done. So, you know, at least the best ones do. The best ones. I hope that Britney can, you know, recover from this and maybe recover her reputation and her career and her family. Yep. But it just doesn't look likely because yep. at this stage in her, her life, that's when you're like solidifying things. Yep. Like you can't change once you get to a certain point. And also, like we, we've had that discussion before that they say like a lot of celebrities, they, they never, they never... Um, grow past the age they were when they became famous, right? Like, it's kind of like what they say yeah. about abuse. She's, like, like, mentally 18 right now. Yeah. And yeah. acting just like it. Also, like, do you know divorce parties are a thing now? Oh, yeah. Like, there, can you think of something more a, narcissistic? There was a CSI Miami episode back in, like, 2007 about a divorce party where the husband and the wife attend the divorce party yes. together. Yeah. And yeah. They, to celebrate not being together anymore. Sometimes even these divorce parties have, like, the equivalent of wedding registries. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I didn't know that I'm part. Not kidding. I didn't know that part. Or That's it's crazy. like... It's like, a, I don't know, having a baby shower, but for your abortion. That's like the equivalent of it. And people are supposed to support that because they're going to be supposedly happier apart than they are together. So it's my job but to fiscally support But it's just the ultimate you? ode to narcissism and self-worship. And it's disgusting and sad. I agree. And uh, I mean, for, it's really funny because those, those episodes were so long ago. And it was already part of the culture. We're talking early 2000s yeah. for something like that. So it's only gotten more narcissistic since then. Yeah. All right. Uh, tell us what's going on with I Show Meat. I mean... <laughs> Uh, I show speed, Mary. I show speed is a Twitch streamer who recently did an oopsie. Um, he was on a YouTube stream and accidentally flashed his junk at the camera. Supposedly, this was an accident. I can't imagine how you do this unintentionally, right? Like, I kind of feel like it was on purpose and he was just trying to get clicks, but didn't realize how far this would go. Yeah. So he's not been banned on YouTube for this, weirdly enough. Uh, think about all the bogus censorship that's happened on this platform against people for just having the wrong ideas or making the wrong jokes. But someone who legit 
like posts their junk on this platform doesn't get reprimanded. Do you think it was uh, fake? Or do you think it was on purpose? Possibly. I don't put anything past Twitch streamers at this point. Yeah. Like they have no self-respect and no boundaries. <laughs> they just, they take everything too far. Um, and now he's getting bullied by literal children on Roblox for doing this, getting called I show meat. Let's play the video. Uh, he seems to, he, he, you know, he crosses a lot of lines, but he seems like he's legitimately tired of it. Like getting taunted by Ro <laughs> yeah. uh, Roblox on here we go. Oh, jeez. Yo, I show meat. I see. I show meat. Really, bro? Really? Yo, Steve, why'd you bring him out of the allegations? I show meat, bro. I'm carrying a Fortnite. I got earnings. I show meat, bro. I'm carrying a Fortnite. I got earnings. I show meat. I show meat. He does not look happy. It's like a literal playground bullying situation. He was not happy with that. Yeah, yeah. He he literally screams. Get the fuck away from me! <laughs> uh, and then he got bullied for the size of his junk on like an Omegle chat or something. This one right here. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> this is bullying right here, y'all. This is bullying. I'm out of see what this guy's doing. He's calling me ice from me. He's presiding to call me, you know, your D, you know, talking about my, like, my D. Like, this is bullying, and, and he doesn't understand this, bro. And you don't I'm understand. I'm complimenting you, bro. Don't, fuck, don't, don't compliment me. Don't compliment about my dick. Don't talk about my dick. Don't talk about my dick. Don't talk, don't look at it. Don't speak on it. Don't call me, I show me. Don't say none of that. Yeah, I show me. <laughs> your D is small. Seven centimeters. Bro, He's literally in tears. He's hamming it up now. I watched the video five times and I couldn't see it, you know? <laughs> like... I'll be up against myself. Alright, like, you did it, bro. Hey, you... <laughs> He's like, what if that was my last straw? Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> uh, but remember during COVID, like there was like in like a, a bunch of politicians or a bunch of people on Zoom meetings who were just like standing up not wearing pants. Like, uh, Jeffrey Tubin. Yeah, like that literally. was happening. That was happening multiple times. Yeah, I show meat. Uh, yeah, Jeffrey Tubin walked, so I show meat could run. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> like if you really think about it, there but he's just, just that. like if you constantly tell people not to call you something, they're gonna keep calling you well, that. You're not gonna live it down. There's a rule here that like, like, I mean, everyone knows there's an unwritten rule. Like if you like your nickname, it's not gonna stick. Like you're only like you. So don't you have get to pretend to, to hate. You it. have to pretend <laughs> to hate your nickname. If you want it to stick, you have to pretend to hate it. Like it's just a thing, right? Like if you're like, oh, I love that. They're like sort of like how you make... pretend to hate to be called Brent. No. No, so I actually, like no, no, no. I mean, yes, yes. I hate that. I, I love being called Brent. Everyone should call me that more, psych. Uh, like, you, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like at that time, there was also, there was like people who would have like dildos in the back of their freaking uh, Zoom meeting call. Like there would be like sex toys yeah. on, the, on the shelves. And you're like, why is that on a shelf? Yeah. There, <clears throat> there was the one politician who had like the picture of Chairman Mao above him and like you've got to be trolling at that point you think right like you'd think that that's like supposed to just be a joke but for that guy i think what happened was like he actually had to move his camera and it wasn't in frame originally so it was actually like it was off camera and when he adjusted his oops thing, you saw my mouth shrine yeah yeah basically <laughs> uh there's a 20 dollar one there from i am what i am um if i was 
small as him, I'd be mad too. Poor guy. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> Thankfully, watch. I didn't have to see that. I, I so didn't, I'm I didn't not watch going the to video. Search for that. I didn't watch. They're they're now calling me all sorts of names other than Brett in the chat. That's that's Brett fine. the Jet. That's fine. Brent. That's Steppenwolf says he's wearing pants. Brant. Thank goodness. So you know what? And uh, he's still out here with no shirt on. Like let's let's overdo it on the clothes. Yeah. Like let's put on layers. Extra layers. Like, <laughs> like maybe he's like, like a never nude from Arrested Development. That's what he should do. There are dozens of us. <laughs> dozens. Uh, and you wanted to show this video, did you not? Oh yeah. So okay, let's just check in on FouseyTube from where he's at. I'm, now. We're gonna get copyrighted for this one, but t <laughs> Mary says it's worth it. Here we go. <laughs> What? <laughs> that is the worst part. <laughs> has to be a troll, dude. He has his Versace bath towel on the side. Oh man! Uh, for those listening right now, um, uh, for those listening right now, he was just going in. Was just, he was making sure he was real clean, uh, and then he was yeah. Yeah. Is that what a subathon is? Apparently. Like you just stream yourself showering and everything? I thought that only worked for women. Yeah. I thought that only worked for but women. But this is what I mean. Like Twitch streamers just are willing to do anything for money. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, kind of. They're worse than the OnlyFans girls. It, oh, well, do you think that's Maybe that'll be tomorrow's, <laughs> maybe that'll be tomorrow's uh, poll. Yeah, yeah, who's worse? All right. All right, what would you like to see first? Would you like to see cringe or cute of the day? Let's start with cute. All right, we got a couple here. First things first, guys. Also, if you have cute of the day, feel free to submit it. at uh, Tag me in it. That way I, I caught these two. These two, I was not tagged in these. Okay. But it does have them in here. <laughs> the first one here is from the single dad, Gizmo. Aw. Gizmo. <laughs> it, looks, it looks a little he's wild a little, there. He's a little bit cross-eyed, but little, that's okay. He's adorable. Uh, so very, very cute. And then this one right here, Melissa Lynn said this one. It says Remy has been featured before, but still, but only a still image. Here he is in action. Enjoy. Jesus loves you. Here we go. Ah, 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 ah. Excuse me, Remy. <laughs> At least it's not on. <laughs> is there a problem, sir? Spooky lawnmower. Remy is adorable. He's cute. Very cute. All right. We've got... Uh, That's a corgi, right? Yes, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a corgi. Uh, and we do have cringe of the day. Mary, you sent, uh, you sent me this one a little bit ago. Yeah, Let's watch this. Yeah, this is adult this. kindergarten. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Let's just get this over with, shall we? Here we go. Also saw a video as well over the weekend of an adult play place, like think Chuck E. Those Cheese were called or something, bars but back for in adults. And these yeah. are the same people who hate on anyone that has children for increasing their carbon footprint. Yeah, um, I, I suppose on one hand, like 
No, no, I got nothing here. This is uh, <laughs> this is weird. Uh, people in the comments were saying uh, yeah. the worst part is they're shuffling out of the room at the end and they look like they're actually overgrown kindergartens. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, this, honestly, is like a little black killer. A little bit? A little black. Killing. I think it's a lot. Uh, this a lot is of it. Uh, so this is a lot of uh, a lot of you agreeing that this is sexual, but it really doesn't have that vibe. I think it's just soy. No, it's yeah, it's literally just adult children and redditors. But they're but they're like able-bodied adults, right? This isn't like this is what they would call a coping mechanism. Okay. for how hard their laptop job is. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, th but this isn't like these weren't. These are the people who are going to watch the Play-Doh movie. These weren't developmentally. Disabled no, people. No. These were just adults who wanted to go do kindergarten again. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you miss kindergarten? Not really. I don't. I miss don't. School. I don't miss school. No. I I spent. In fact, I, I was just um just the other day I was talking to someone who was uh, basically saying like they were starting school again soon, like the starting college again soon, and I got like secondhand sadness, at like because <laughs> I hated going back to school. Yeah. Like I hated that. And I also said secondhand sadness would be the name of my, my emo band if I started <laughs> one. But, you know, that's that's how I felt. I was like, I was like, oh, I'm depressed and I'm not even the one going back to school. Yeah. But I, I guess this is what these people want. They're also the same people that say uh, you should go to therapy. But it's like it really is. It is just the, the the desperate desire to not be responsible for your own actions, even for just fifteen minutes, to imagine that somebody else is is uh, currently your guardian, your guardian, and taking yeah. care of you. And they're just. I have said there should be like hospital themed hotels, where you just sit on cheap linens and watch like Daytime Wheel television. of Fortune. And get served apple juice, right? Like that would be kind of cool. Oh, okay. I don't know about adult kindergarten, but lot, like, do you, think oh, <laughs> do you think this is COVID related? Did just like did I did see people wearing their masks in that video? So you think no like it's there. part of like it's just in a society where nonstop twenty four seven fear porn broke everyone's brain? We have to worry about you know the fallout from something like that, which is understandable. That you know people that may not have the strongest sense of self or willpower are going to look to escape the reality that's been painted around them by the corporate press at it, you know, in any way, shape or form they can. And what's going to come out of that is weird people in our society are going to find a way to make money off of it. I mean, do that by like, I don't know, unplugging for a while, like make a garden, get a hobby instead yeah. of this it's weird it's not even like a gimmicky thing where they were drinking wine like you know those those places where you drink wine and make pottery or like paint yeah. paint by numbers or whatever yeah like even that would be more respectable than this yeah like i'm not they're like eating crayons and drinking soylent one of the comments is everyone in this video is in a polyamorous relationship literally yeah, yeah like this is very portland it's it's very portland it's, it's not it's not good it's not funny it's not fun <laughs> i've been i've been rewatching grim and one of the things that i find funny about the show grim is like uh it maybe has the most unrealistic version of portland you'll ever you'll ever see what, like it's actually nice it's kind of nice <laughs> like it's not completely dysfunctional other than the the random you know um animal i'm sure it's attacks. nice if you're if you're rich yeah and you yeah. can get away from all of the 
and, and like I guess what people. would what would 15 years ago 20 years ago what would have been these people's escape from from their daily lives I mean, maybe they wouldn't need one. I mean, but everybody needs something. Everybody nobody, needs... Nobody acted like this after 9-11. So I don't know if I believe the COVID... Is that true? Hypothesis. Chat, what do you think? Did nobody act like this after 9-11? No. I, I, I don't know what... Uh... We just went into full patriotism mode, like well, turbo patriotism. It yeah. was awesome. Uh, it's, uh, you know, we, we love that, though. You know, freedom yeah. isn't free. Get your, get your, we did, we did make freedom fries a thing though. So we are, we do, we can call ourselves responsible for that, for thinking that calling them freedom fries was better than French fries because America. I know, didn't know that that was a thing until you told even me. Even me, who is not a globalist. I like the red, white, and blue also on the house. Oh too. yeah. Oh yeah. This is a, an old, uh, nice, uh, replica of the old U.S. Olympic hats. Love this hat. Um, because I've been watching, I watch a lot of, uh, old, um, like old videos of Kobe and, uh, I like, <laughs> I like videos where like he was on team USA and you imagine that there was a time when like American athletes actually had pride in their country. And it's kind of scary to think that's just gone now. And, uh, a lot of them just don't, I do see, see, I do see some still have it. Like a lot of, oddly enough, cause we were, we were talking about the gymnasts recently. I was talking with somebody about gymnasts recently. Cause as far as I'm concerned, the, the men and the women who do like the stunt cheerleading stuff, the stunt gymnastics, that stuff's crazy. And as somebody who does a sport where like you're entirely responsible for whether you succeed or not, like if I fall or land a trick, I'm responsible it's for on it. You, but if you're like on a team of people, yeah, you have dude, to trust them. The the idea the idea that like you would be able to you'd put yourself in the hand you put your well being in the hands of somebody else is just like uh, for something like that. Like <laughs> yeah. like if it's you know if it's work or if you're in the military or if it's something like that, that's one thing. But as a sport, it's just crazy to me. Like, I mean, I, obviously it's a little bit like that in team sports, you know, especially if you play football or something like that. If you're a quarterback, you're a lot of times your safety is in the hands of your, you know, your line, but it's just crazy. Right. And like, I, I do feel like a lot of those athletes still seem to have a good amount of patriotism, but they seem to fall in the same category as me to me as like the random sorority girls who are just kind of blissfully unaware of like the cultural revolution going on in this country right now. <laughs> I feel good for them. Like they don't know that they don't know that this video is a thing and they're yeah. better off for it. Yeah. Right. Like they, they don't have to worry about the fact that there are adults who are out, you know, going to daycare. It makes me happy that there are still normies. Yeah. Well, that, I miss it, right? I, I miss a world where, like, I still consider myself pretty normie. I do. Like, I don't consider. You're not. I consider myself pretty normie. I don't have. You go, keep like, keep telling yourself that. I'm I'm pretty normie. I'm I, I don't I don't I don't have like uh, I don't have the crazy wall Look, with, like a picture of like compared uh, to everyone else in society, we are extremely online, and we have the excuse that it's part of our job, but. It's just a fact. You can't, you can be a normie, but you, once you, you're not a normie anymore, you can't go back. <laughs> no, it's, I, it's I, a point I, of no return that you reach. I wrote, uh, I wrote an article for, for Timcast that I ended up deciding not, like I never, I never really did the re-edits to it, but it was basically like, you can, you can't, you can't hawk up the red pill. Like whether like you should still publish it like that that term is is not really a hundred percent accurate for what we're talking about, but like once you see it, you can't unsee it. And you're kind of burdened with that knowledge forever and how you handle it 
tells a lot about who you are, I think. And like for me, I've just become more sarcastic and I care, like I, I've forced myself to care less because to care more would be too painful in a lot of respects. So it's like, it's easier to deal with what's going on if you just, like I said, if you can laugh all the way to the gulag, I guess that's your own, that's your cross to bear, right? But you yeah. see a lot of this stuff going on. You should publish that. And it's, uh, and it's depressing, but at the same time, uh, it speaks to just how dangerous it can be when people don't seek out information and look for what's going on in the world. But then at the same time, there's so much misinformation and disinformation out there that a lot of people wouldn't know that these people were out here going to do it. But these people w would say, like, you're, they're not hurting anyone. No, they're not hurting anyone. Technically, they're not doing anything wrong, but they're a barometer of our society, right? They show you where things are going. Mm -hmm. Like how the culture has changed significantly. And maybe that has more, maybe this has more to do with the fact that here in the West, as much as we want to complain about the fact that nobody can afford a home and that life is uh, unaffordable, which in a lot of cases it is, we still don't face the serious physical threats that people in past lives did. And past it shows did. that we're extremely yeah. pacified, whether or not we're going to adult kindergarten and we're still, you know, pacified with the algorithms that we scroll through yeah. with uh, all of our material needs being met abundantly. Everything that you uh, want, you have in excess and everything that you actually need to be a functioning, thriving adult person, you have a shortage of mm -hmm. like community and religion and uh you know a house that you own uh and it's all a job that of, doesn't make you want to kill yourself and there's no cultural identity here and anymore. yeah and a culture. I, I saw i was like when we were skating over the weekend we went by the school and it said like the sign outside of the school it said like uh like this so-and-so group for like global citizens yeah, Global Citizen is an NGO. What was that? Dude, like, I was like, I read that. I'm like, what? In the Global Citizen is the NGO that's getting all of these Gen Zers to vote Democrat. Yeah, dude. And I was like, I read it and I was like, what in the comedy <laughs> They're like bullshit? Partner partnering with Billie Eilish and stuff. Yeah, dude. To, that's... to get young people to vote for Biden. To do that so that they can all go so to, they can to, go so, to adult kindergarten. So they can go to adult kindergarten together. Not and then think about inflation. I suppose the, the upside for us is we get to talk about it. So maybe. <laughs> like there, you know, half of half a dozen of one, you know, half of one, half a dozen of the other. Like we're all right. We're like we'll have stuff to talk about, but it's just depressing. <laughs> it's very yeah. depressing. So all right, let's go ahead and you want to get. We, we're yeah. forty. What, we're fifty minutes in, Mary. 50 minutes Would you like to get started? Let's get started, guys. Okay, Mary. Um, why don't you tell us what's going on with Logan Paul and Nina Agdahl? Yeah. We touched on this a bit on Friday, but the situation has gotten much worse. So Dylan Dennis has a fight coming up with Logan Paul, and he has taken the trash talking to lengths that were previously never traversed. He is posting pictures of Logan Paul's fiance with like every man in California, and she is being called a, a harlot, a floozy, a loose woman, all of the above and worse. And Mary's loving it. And I'm loving every minute of it. One thing I love about this is that the internet kind of stopped being so savage for a while after like 2015, 16, 2017. And it, we became a lot more friendly and polite and backbiting. And now like that Elon is in charge of Twitter and people feel like they can free roam more on the internet. We're getting back to like the way that the internet used to be. 
and we're allowed to cyber bully again and it feels great. Um, one thing about this that I feel like it justifies the fact that people are posting all these memes is that Logan Paul is someone who can dish it out and not take it. Cause like he literally hooked up with his, his little brother's girlfriend and put her in his diss track music video to brag about it afterwards. Yeah. Like he's, he was at least the king of this type of trash talk and also like making shit personal. And now that it's happening to him, he's mass blocking people. He's reporting this guy for harassment on X uh, and he can't take it when it's coming at him. And, you know, maybe that makes it more fair. And also all of this stuff is public. Like all of these pictures of her were paparazzi photos, photos that were on social media that you could find in a Google search. And, you know, some of it is just Nina Agdal is a famous model. She's taken pictures with, I'm sure, a lot of celebrities, a lot of fans. And to insinuate that she's hooking up with literally every man she's ever taken a photo with is bogus. But, you know, it, it is trendy to talk about body counts. Like, that's become the pet issue What's of, your body like, count? the red pill community and uh, social media in general. Like, it's a hot topic. Yeah. And people are talking about, like, it's it's important to care about a woman's past and present behavior and it's not respectable for a woman to be promiscuous um especially the woman that you choose to marry yeah uh so one person said logan paul and his wife getting roasted for being a beep is good for society girls will now realize the real consequences of being effed by so many dudes, lose marriage, wifey material value, get embarrassed, and it's only just the beginning. Um, it's human nature. People will always judge it subconsciously. The first insult a girl gives to another girl is whore or slut, even if she's a liberal. <clears throat> that is That's true. true, right? That is very true, right? Women go right for that one. Uh, and it's almost like there's a disconnect now because it, it, that insult is universal and goes back as long as, as, as long as time goes back. But yeah. the modern idea that who you slept with and how many people you slept with doesn't matter to who you are is still fairly new. So it's like our brains haven't caught up to the change in cultural, mm -hmm. uh, the, to the cultural change yet. But you can't convince yourself with any level of indoctrination that it's respectable or empowering or morally neutral to be ran through yeah you know it's a bad look period and it also brings you know disrespect and shame on the people that you associate with um dylan danis is claiming that this is bringing trouble in paradise for their relationship but we have no idea what's going on behind the scenes all we know is logan paul is mass blocking anybody who tags him in these photos photos of her with every ex-boyfriend leonardo dicaprio joe jonas she's even been with adam levine at one point 2013 i thought he was married already P pictures of her with uh jamie fox with nick cannon with all these other randos too and uh, he now claims that he's found a picture of her that is so bad it would end their fight and result in jail time. He called it a nuclear bomb and he sent it to Andrew Tate. He said, I was trying very hard to not to get involved in this and I'm still staying out of it, but I opened my Twitter inbox and had a message from Dylan Dennis and he's really not lying. There's a $20 one there from Patriot American. 
Uh, it says, Mary, are you talking about Jake's ex, Tana? I'm pretty sure her and Logan never hooked up. No, I'm talking about Alyssa Violet. Um, Jake. I love that you guys know Jake all these was names. dating Alyssa Violet. Guys, if it makes you feel any better, I don't know half of these names either. <laughs> <laughs> and Logan went and hooked up with Alyssa Violet and put her in his diss track against his younger brother at the time when they like, is, were on the outs. It is a bad look for a dude to not, to if, if you choose to go down the path of deprecation other people you know yeah. on other people you have to be able to take it back it's the same like when we when we do this show right we have opinions on people and people have opinions on us and if you can't take those opinions being shared then then you it's not really a good look right mm -hmm. like you have to be able to do that it's not especially for someone like him who made it his brand yeah like part of his brand yeah especially against a family member of all people like yeah that shows that you really don't have any lines you're not willing to cross. Yeah. Um, and so Alyssa Violet also weighed in and said that Dylan Dennis is out of line here, but like she participated in the exact same thing, knowing what she was doing um, and not taking accountability for it, essentially. Um, I don't know what picture he could post that would end the fight because I think they both take penalties, like they lose hundreds of thousands of dollars I thought there was only a penalty against Dylan not against Logan. oh really because Logan's a bigger name so okay. like they, they, they he might not agree to it and they do you want think that him. he might pull out of the fight I, at this because like you can't you can't no, he do can't that now, now. He can't now the ultimate win would be if he if he wins the fight yeah. then it's just going to be in the history books like he won that that feud even if he loses but doesn't go down early I think he's still kind of comes out like like he kept his head he didn't let the anger i think know, he has overwhelm to him he has to win um, the fight or yeah. else like i don't even think that his fiance is going to respect him anymore oh because now it's like a matter of oh you have to go defend me she definitely wouldn't respect because now he chose the, not to fight now she's the prize yeah. like yeah. if he loses the fight he loses her he she definitely wouldn't respect him if he chose not to fight i, I would hope that she would still respect him if he fought and lost but the guy, yeah. you're right. The guy has kind of made it about her honor. Yeah. Another take here. Whatever honor uh, that is when you've been through 72 guys. There are some double standards. Someone said, no one ridiculed Kanye when he married Kim Kardashian. No one ridiculed Kid Rock when he married Pamela Anderson. Dylan Danis ridiculing Logan Paul mm. is the first time in a long time that a male celebrity is being criticized for marrying a highly promiscuous female. So... I mean, maybe culture is shifting right now. Maybe the I don't think so. I think this is maybe just our the cultural tactic. attitudes no. about promiscuity no. are changing. This is only happening because it's in the context we of know, Logan Paul. We know like teenage boys who are probably the main audience for this feud right now are becoming more and more conservative, whereas teenage girls are becoming more and more liberal and that gap between them politically keeps widening. Maybe that's a reflection of this, like the reaction to this. Mm. Um, but like, it, it's obviously scaled down because Nina Ogdal is not nearly as famous as these other two women, and Logan Paul isn't as famous as Kanye, yeah, or Kid Rock, even. Um, is he is he not as famous as Kid Rock? I think he's I bigger mean, than Kid Rock now. At, at this not. point, possibly, but I feel like most people, like average people, don't I pay attention like, enough to social media influencers. I feel like people did make fun of. Pamela Anderson. I feel like they did. 
I feel like they when did. When the sex tape came out, I yes. feel like, I, I, at the very least, I think that she got judged and people who decided to marry her got judged. I do. Um, I don't think our culture has changed that much. Did Kim Kardashian get judged? Uh, people in the chat are saying she did. I don't know if that's if that's true or not. But, but did the did Kanye? They're saying Kanye did. Did Kanye get judged? They're for, saying Kanye did. Because like I feel like people thought she's a very different Kanye person. changed Kim Kardashian yeah. and made her image more respectable, and even like just visually changed her whole branding yeah. and how people think of her. So um, I feel like it could be indicating a, a shift in people's attitudes towards I think it's I think it's like more, it's more like, of a shift towards trash talk which is that it's in the context of this fight right if this was just happening in the con it, for no reason that I might agree with you but this is happening in the context of a fight he's uh Dylan Dan is not doing this because he believes in the virtue of uh of women no, no. he's doing it because he wants to win a fight that's what people yeah. care about yeah. I he even said like I'm super like pro LGBT so I was about to congratulate Logan for marrying a trans person and then i realized that she wasn't trans i don't i don't <laughs> like, buy that he actually bro, believed that. I think he's making that up uh corinna Koff, another influencer has weighed in and said i can't be the only one who thinks dylan dennis is corny as f for harassing the f out of a woman for absolutely no reason talk shit to the person you're fighting not his fiance also, someone tell him to stop sending and unsending messages to me and my friends. You look so desperate, my guy. And he said, I ain't reading all that. Good for you, though, or sorry that happened. This is all trash talk. This is all <laughs> in the context of a dude trying Karina, to psych a dude out. Corinna said, Dylan, I realize no matter what I say, you'll just ratio me with your little virgin troll army. But in real life, you will always have to stomach the fact that you are a loser. You sleep on someone's couch in Jersey City. She said, take that, you incel. Take that, you incel. And then he said, Corinna Koff is the kind of girl to have an OnlyFans, then get into a beef and cry and say it's harassment when someone posts the pics. Yeah. Uh, people forget this, but Corinna Koff was a MAGA babe back in the day. I didn't know. Like, oh, I remember you telling I've me I've mentioned that. this before. Yeah. Everyone seems to have memory hold this, but she's like a mainstream social media star now. She was on David Dobrik's channel. But before that, I was introduced to Corinna Koff when she was doing periscope live streams in her maga hat with her tits out talking to Good a bunch times. of trump supporters and Good talking times. about politics and talking about like build the wall all of that stuff people don't remember yeah people forget so quickly um let's play a couple of these clips of uh logan paul's fiance uh this one the the one what is your perfect day yeah yeah okay, here we go Hold on, let's do this mode, and here we go. would make me eggs and bacon, a lot of bacon and sausage. And <laughs> then we would go to a basketball game. She looks like Sasha Patrice And then he would cook me dinner lives. again, like a good steak with a good sauce and some potatoes, maybe some green beans. And then after that, you know what happens. <laughs> oh, hello. There was another clip of her that went viral where she said that she suck dick in the middle of a crowded stadium at a football game once like, i remember that there was somebody who got I, in trouble for that during coat like during baseball there during was COVID. something to be said for like yeah don't don't be a slut but if you are a slut keep some mystique about it like you don't have to put that all out there for everyone to know like you're entitled to your private 
But people don't want that relationship. People don't want the privacy anymore. They want to make it all public. That's the difference. Exactly. And that's why this all became a feud in the first place is because all of this is out there in the public. It would be different if Dylan Dennis were like posting revenge corn or whatever of yeah. this woman. But like everything he's posting is stuff that was already out there. Yep. So there's not much you can say about it. It's like not illegal. It's, it's like, right there on Google search. Like, it's like when Eminem... In, in the rap battle in 8 Mile tells you all the things that you can make fun of him for so that you get rid of the ammunition. They can't make fun of you for it if you acknowledge it first. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, there's another clip of her on Impulsive where they're talking about how she delayed having sex with Logan Paul when they were first dating for a while. I don't know how long they think that should be or, or how long is a long time. But uh, people are basically saying, like, he got cucked because she slept with everybody in L.A. Uh, and then made him wait. My guess would be her, her logic, to her, her feminist logic. Like, she's, to, she's 30. She's ready to settle down. She's going to make this guy special. wait. Yeah. I'm waiting because you're special. But it's like, if he were so special, yeah. would you not have been waiting, yeah. you know, all those years before that? <laughs> Let's say you Just wanted to, a thought. You wanted to watch this clip? Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, I, will, I, will tr I will walk it, that line, and I'm happy to. I feel like this, this subject is finished. For sure. Right? Yeah. I, the yeah. way she's I, looking I will at say, him. So, <laughs> yeah. I, you, you, no, you approach that phenomenally. Like, you, you, you not having sex with me for the duration of time that you did was very important. Okay. You thought something was wrong with me. I, I'll be honest, I thought I did. You, talk, you talked to Mike about it. I said, this, this, this girl's perfect as far as I can tell. <laughs> There's one unexplored <laughs> venture and I, I have reason to believe that there's probably something wrong with it because if it's too good to be true, it probably is. To upclass my entire conversation, you just hit the nail on the head. It is, it is actually why I was asking the questions because there are a lot of people out there who have this conversation around how long people yep. wait to have sex yep. and how that then translates into marriage. And so that is where I was going. I, I'm not a classless person anymore. I've upgraded quite a bit since we started this podcast. Uh, did, did, do you believe that that waiting period had a, a, a long, long effect and, and led to the, this moment? No. I do. I absolutely do. Really? Mm -hmm. See, now, what so she's in claiming it doesn't I, matter. I, I don't see sorry, this often. Sorry, sorry. So she's saying that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Right? Actually, like, let me clarify. I don't Would it have changed the outcome? No. No. Do I have a good amount of respect for it? And did I appreciate it? I absolutely did. I absolutely did. I thought I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was classy. I kind of always wanted my fiance to. Okay, that reminds me of. Um, I have to show you this this thing that uh, somebody showed me this weekend. Uh, if this is going to be the cringe of the day today, have you seen this? No. Uh, my favorite here is you can't see it, but it's it's a lady who's uh, wearing a bunch of patches on her on her jacket, and one of them, if you look up in the corner, says "Virginity is a social construct." Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, it's just like. I, I respect that she wanted to wait with a certain person, but like, what does it all mean if you weren't waiting before you met him? There's a $20 one there from Dreamcast Knight. He said she made him wait because she was waiting for her STD test to come back clean. Could, could, could be, you know, could be. But um, 
I mean, I don't think that she necessarily deserved to get dragged into all of this, but Logan isn't helping himself. He's not doing himself any favors. He's sending the message that he's butthurt, that it actually bothers him, and that this is actually hurting his relationship. And that makes it all the worse. It makes people want to push even further. And now he can't back out. Yeah. He has to do the fight. He's not trash talking on Dylan Dennis because he doesn't have the same ammunition yeah. against him. So the re like only way to, to rewrite this in the, the internet history books is to win the fight. Yeah, uh, that, that really is it. So he should be training twice as hard. Yeah, right basically. Uh, also, Andrew Tate like offered to spar with Dylan Dennis because of this. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's brutal, man. It's brutal. I feel, I do kind of feel, I mean, I, I do feel bad for her, right? She's, she got dragged into something that she didn't really ask for. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't. Her past is her past, but she did, she's not hurt. She didn't hurt anyone. She's just, her behavior is being called out and, and, but it's not in the context of her. She's, she's basically yeah. like uh, shrapnel. Like she's. Uh, it's not about her though. It's no. like. I don't know. I think this is more just a general vibe that like people's attitudes about feminism and sex positivity are changing. Yeah. And uh, she is just an example of a, of a larger like archetype of woman that is getting criticized right now. Yeah. But I don't think that it's like. I, I mean, shame is a valuable tool. Like social shaming is the way that you get people to change their behavior, not by making it illegal to sleep around. But they're not even shaming her here. They're shaming him for being with her in, in a both. lot of ways. It's both. Uh, in a lot of ways. Like she's getting the secondhand brunt of it. I think they're shaming him for, for first, putting a would, ring on this they woman's would never, finger. They would never do this if, when, he like, wasn't to, if he wasn't the target to go after. He's like this rich, athletic, famous millionaire. And he should have his pick of whatever woman he wants. Mm -hmm. And he ended up with one that isn't respected that has a, a reputation of being promiscuous i don't think our society would do this to her alone these days i think we we celebrate sex positivity so much nowadays that this is only okay in the context of logan paul who people don't like is it because people already don't like yeah. logan paul yeah yeah uh, i i think that i think if if he was do, if, if dylan dennis just out of nowhere started doing this people would have a problem with it yeah, I mean, he wouldn't have done that because he wouldn't have had a reason. But I'm saying, but I don't think Dylan Dennis cares about sexual morality. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I don't know if any of the people dunking on Logan Paul or his fiance care about that. All right, let's go to super chats. All right, um, Andrew Jacobs said, "Who came up with the brilliant hashtag PCC not CCP hashtag?" Um, that, when did we start? That goes back. Yeah, that, that goes, was like that goes very a long far. time. That goes ago. very far back. But I, I was saying it's it's a pure coincidence that Total. PCC is just CCP backwards. Total coincidence. Joe Sniffinator Biden said, I sadly relapsed this weekend, but hope it's not lost. Um, you relapsed in, in sniffing? I hope you weren't s sniffing anything. That's uh, not good. Anything Don't do that. or anyone. That's not good. Uh, Chris Chan said, could you cover lol cows like Daniel Larson... I don't know how to pronounce this. Cyrax. Cyrax yep. or World of T-Shirt plus would you eat 
a mammoth meatball. <laughs> uh, you know, like stuff like that. Like the stories find their way to the mainstream. And it's really, I guess we cover like, like I show speeds, not super. I mean, it's mainstream, but it's yeah. culture adjacent. Right? I mean, there is a literal like 70 part series yeah. on Chris Chan on YouTube. Yeah. That is not really our bag. And it's like, it's one of those things, because a lot of people, like, people will take issue or not, or take issue with, like, what we cover. And it's just like, look, whatever's interesting that day is what gets covered, and that's just the way it works. Like, um, uh, today, we've got some stuff for tomorrow that's already looking interesting as well. The And the Nina, like, Nina Agdahl and Logan Paul, sure, Logan Paul is pop culture, and he's culture in general, but it goes into deeper issues about what you may value or want to talk about, right? It has to be able to hit on multiple fronts, otherwise it's just not going to be that invested of a discussion. So, Mammoth Meatball. <laughs> if that's scientifically yeah. possible. Yes. Yes, you would? Sure. Okay. Disco Jensen said, I found that I get more satisfaction when I slow down consumption one episode a day, one quest at a time. Uh, by episode, do you mean this show? <laughs> uh, or other shows? No, you should what? be watching our show 24 hours a day. Never stop. Uh, what, what, what I found funny is like, look, my, and we'll move on after this. We'll go to the next topic. After this. My attention span is shot. Like it's bad. Like I've been, <laughs> no, I've been like, I've been yeah. working on it. Like where like, uh, I, I forced myself to start leaving my phone on my desk so that it's not with me when I'm watching stuff or movies. And my attention span is just bad these days. It's very bad. But I do find that like when I sit down and watch a movie, that's like an hour and a half to two hours long. I end up getting more from that than I do from watching three or four episodes of a television show, which are, you know, which takes up more time and theoretically you'd get more out of it. But I just, I get more enjoyment out of watching the movies, but my gosh, do I pause a lot and just fiddle about the room? Like it's, not good. I need to. I need to work on that. I need to get my attention. Gotta span just back. willpower through it. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of ways. All right. Let's go ahead and move on. Mary, tell us what's going on with Taylor Swift. So this resurfaced clip of Taylor Swift was posted on Twitter recently when she was receiving the Woman of the Decade Award at the Billboard Music Awards for Women, and she blamed partly the Soros family for the purchasing of her entire catalog of music. Um, and this long rant about how men in the music industry are ruining it for women who just want to make art. Yeah, that's what it is. The evil yeah. businessmen at the top of the yeah. music industry are just oppressing all of the women pop stars who, you know, they just, they just want to make art. Yeah. Let's, they don't uh, want to make money. It's all mm -hmm. about the art for them. Let's watch this clip. After I was denied the chance to purchase my music outright, my entire catalog Not true, by the way. was sold to Scooter Braun's Ithaca Holdings in a deal that I'm told was funded by the Soros family, 23 Capital, and the Carlyle Group. Yet, to this day, none of these investors have ever bothered to contact me or my team directly. They don't owe you that. To perform their due diligence on their investment. That makes no sense. On their investment in me. To ask how I might feel about the new owner of my art. They don't care. The music I wrote, the videos I created, photos of me, my handwriting, my album designs. And of course, Scooter never contacted me or my team to discuss it prior to the sale or even when it was announced. I'm fairly certain he knew exactly how I would feel about it though. 
And let me just say that the definition of the toxic male privilege in our industry is people saying, but he's always been nice to me when I'm raising valid concerns about artists and their rights to own their music. And of course he's nice to you. If you're in this room, you have something he needs. The fact is that private equity is what enabled this man to think, according to his own social media post, that he could buy me. <laughs> but I'm obviously not going willingly. Yet the most amazing thing was to discover that it would be the women in our industry who would have my back and show me the most vocal support at one of the most difficult times. And I will never, ever forget it. Like, ever. They can't buy anything with your support or your ability to remember stuff, that's for sure. Um, this, is, this is lame. And she doesn't understand how owning stuff works. That yeah, she never owned her music you, you, in the first place. She got signed to a record label when she was still a teenager. Under her, yep. yeah, her parents' guardianship. So she, she so. was with Big Machine Records from 2006 to 2018. Um, here's the thing: there's a way to fix all of this. Make your own music. Promote your own music. If you want to go the Tom McDonald route, you can do that. But <laughs> I, I invite you to watch his videos and see just how much work goes into releasing yeah. one song at a time. Well, one music video. Exactly. And the problem is she didn't want to go that route. She didn't want to do all the work herself because... It's a Face lot of work. It, like The record labels actually do provide value to the artists that they represent. Yep. They are the ones funding it. They're the big machine. And she still belongs to a record label to this day, despite being world famous and being like, I'm, I'm sure she's a billionaire at this point, right? I don't think yet. Close. Getting close, close. to that. Yep. Like she could fund her own music and do her own stuff independently if she wanted and to, but dad, it would be incredibly difficult her and she's dad, chosen not to do that. Her dad is like, was like an equity partner in Big Machine Records. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the other funny thing about this is, is like, this is not a male thing. This is just a business thing. She's the making it thing, into a feminist issue when all I, artists are yeah. affected by the same conditions. There's two examples that come to mind, and they both involve Michael Jackson. So Michael Jackson and Sony ATV purchased the Beatles uh, albums and also Eminem. Uh, he didn't like a song that Eminem had on, his, on, the, on the Encore album and bought all of his early work and never made any changes to it, but he didn't care. It didn't have anything to do with Eminem being a girl because Eminem's not a girl. <laughs> it was just, you know, you're owning, she, she ends up going on like later in this speech, she makes it, uh, she talks a lot about investment capital uh, and basically says like, uh, you shouldn't be able to just own people's work. Like you own a house. Well, it's still a it's product. Work. It's a product that you're selling people. Unless you were giving this crap away to people for free online, and I don't see a single ad on any one of those music Unless videos. Unless you're performing it at a coffee it, shop. Yeah, I don't, don't want to hear, hear anything it, about your artistic integrity being stolen. Like you, you're, you're making a ton of money, and these people are making a ton of money together, but it's essentially being done so that they can be the bad guys when it all falls apart. And are these labels scummy? Absolutely. They're absolutely scummy. I resent her making this a gendered issue. But they're no less businessmen than she's a businesswoman. Exactly. And like, that's the thing. They're, they're no less shrewd than she is. knows this while she's making the speech. That actually makes her more underhanded. She understands how ownership works. When she when she gives this speech and she talks about owning her own stuff, she understood that she never owned it. 
Mm-hmm. She understands that. Also, she, she claims she wasn't given any opportunity to buy her music when yeah. that's not true. Um, after that Ithaca Holdings deal, they did offer her uh, a deal to buy her music, but she said it had unfavorable conditions. Mm-hmm. So she chose not to buy it. And now her work that she's like re-recording all on belongs to Universal. <laughs> it still doesn't belong to her. Yeah. Now she has a better record deal. So what? It still doesn't actually belong to her they could still sell it they could sell her re-recorded albums yeah to someone else and also she's with universal who made an offer on the original collection so all of these companies are evil at the end of the day they're all profit-seeking entities what you're selling just happens to be more personal to you than something that somebody else makes like a table or furniture this was pearl davis's take uh you invite women into business and this is what happens whining boo-hoo they didn't ask how i feel about a business deal but the thing is she's doing this because she's she doing understands this cynically the, yeah. like she knows that that message is going to resonate with the audience there yeah but she knows exactly how this stuff works yeah one of the comments is meet the consequences of mass production your music is meaningless to everyone because you spew it out with zero social value attached entertainment baby once the show is done it's over you've you're left nothing behind of value to anyone but you oliver knows you chose poorly they're talking about oliver anthony oliver anthony who's rejecting these big record deals uh, I want to find out that, like, like look, like, so uh, it just makes no sense to me. I mean, it makes sense because I know she's doing this cynically and she's doing this because she wants to make a gendered issue. It also proves that uh, she's smart. She's a lot smarter than people give her credit for, I think, that she she's a very shrewd businesswoman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's annoying because then it becomes an issue where now regular women are like, yes, men are evil. And in regular dudes who don't own a single thing other than maybe a car and some in some freaking clothes in their closet it, are now the bane of every woman's existence when she didn't here, do anything. Her speech here was literally a recreation of the America Ferrera Barbie monologue. Yeah, it is. It was saying like male artists get to coast and do whatever they want and they're not criticized, but female artists are held to this almost impossible standard at all times for their personal and professional lives. And, you know, we're tired of accommodating your expectations, blah, blah, and blah. What, and what Oliver Anthony understands, what Tom McDonald understands, he, has a, he had a song called uh, Cancelled, I think, where he talks because like, basically, I own the cameras, I own the masters, I own the, t- I own all this stuff. You can't take it from me. And it it will hold its value for him, right? But that requires three times the work to put in. Now, there's something you said. At her level of fame, you cannot do that on your own. So I looked up what uh, Universal Music Group had like 29,000 employees, right? I wonder how many employees it takes to run, like if she wanted to run this as herself, have her own record label without the help of any of these agencies, even as a billionaire, would she be able to afford that? I don't know. But I do know that there's a lot that comes with working for these companies that is beyond just the financial value, which is like connections with other people in the music industry, which opens doors. Right. There's intrinsic value and then there's value that comes from the amount of deals and agreements these companies have made with other individuals and other people buying and selling music over the decades. This is the same entitled attitude that's behind the writer strikes and the SAG strike right now where they're doing this performative resistance against the studios, but they still rely on the studios for 
all of the funding that they give to their projects and then the, but and they and don't the want to do it themselves and none they of don't the liability. want to yeah like they don't want to take the risk of funding their own projects because they don't actually care about making art and storytelling as much as they claim to well they they might they, they might want care. the legitimacy and the care. money that the yeah. big studios give them yeah they care just not enough to put their own money where their mouth is yeah right and they're going to do this performative resistance until the money dries up and they slink back to their writer's room cubicles and Zoom meetings with their tails between their legs. Musicians can't really strike the same way. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm more annoyed because she made it a gendered issue when she, this happens to male artists all the time. Yeah. Right now, Justin, like they're saying Justin Bieber's like looking to leave Scooter Braun. They're saying I, that's they not they said true. that that wasn't true yeah. and they're still tight. They're and Justin Bieber that. like pushed back when Taylor Swift was. That's who she was talking about in there. Talking about, yeah, yeah. talking about Scooter Braun being a manipulative liar um no he's just a businessman you're a businesswoman and you both have your own selfish interests involved in making art and and now what i really like what i really like though i like the idea that george soros bought the master so that he just has a copy of them he has the only copy and he listens to them on like a mini disc (laughs) yeah do you know what a mini disc was it was like it was like this weird thing that came out between uh, tapes and after what? CDs. Yeah, mini disc player. Guys in the chat will know what I'm talking about. So I'm picturing uh, George Soros <laughs> is sitting there with his mini disc player and he's listening to the original masters of the Taylor Swift albums that he bought <laughs> with Scooter Braun. I, I'm pretty sure that her masters belong to Disney now. Oh, yeah, they were sold yeah. on, right? Well, you know, they Disney. They were sold after that too. Uh, and, and her dad even said, like her dad said, just re-record them. Re-record the songs. And then they're going to belong to another record label like what's the point yeah it's uh it's just it's just really really mean-spirited to me to make this a gendered issue because it adds to the cultural divide for something she very well understands is a business issue she knows that this is not just she knows that sean mendez or some other male artist is going to get screwed just the same Mm -hmm. like how many art how many times do we hear about these artists who sue years later for money they weren't paid and it has nothing to do with whether they're a guy or a girl it's yeah. just that labels want to make money and the only thing they care about is green. They don't care about what sex you are. They don't care about what race you are. They care about how much money you can make them and how much they can keep from you. Yeah. So, and it's, and it's annoying too, because then it makes me like, I'm not defending these crappy record labels. I'm, I'm not defending them. I'm kind of bopping her on the nose for this. Yeah. Just like we're all. not defending Warner brothers or netflix or any of these mega corporations when we talk about the strikes exactly like uh i I think they all deserve each other yeah in the end they all deserve each other just like taylor swift and her crazy fan base deserve each other oh let's uh let's look at this photo earlier taylor swift was swarmed by disgusting fans called crazy psychopaths for showing up at her friend's wedding rehearsal dinner here's a video of it let's let's just this is like outside of a restaurant yeah in in long beach or something just waiting for taylor swift to walk out i'm telling you dude they need to find a way to translate this to movie success they need to they did it with barbie (laughs) The women came out for Barbie, dude. If you can get the ladies to do this. This is sort of like how the guys were waiting outside of Livy Dunn's gym meet. And they were like, we want Livy. Yeah. And then other girls came out and they're like, you aren't Livy, but you'll do. 
Lana yeah. Del Rey comes out <laughs> and they're like, oh, you're not Taylor Swift, but you'll do. But yeah, it's just incredibly weird to show up to an event that isn't a Taylor Swift concert or yep. a meet and greet or anything. She's just she just happens to be there. Yeah. And a bunch of non-famous people are there, like family members, and you think she's going to come out and give you autographs or something? There's like room to be made. There's like a there's a great like joke where like Lana Del Rey walks out and she's like, "Oh my god, they do still love Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Taylor Swift's behind her like, "Damn it." Exactly. Damn it. Like like they love you, Lana, but they don't love you this many people. Right? Yeah. I mean, just did you think that Taylor Swift was going to show up somewhere and people weren't going to swarm the place? It's, like, it's very difficult to be her. Yeah. And, and she's not going to a lot of people are saying this. She's not going to push back on the fans behavior. Yeah. She's not going to call them out or tell them they should go away. This is what I was because kind of trying to point out. She relies on the parasocial relationship she has with her fans, like their BFFs to make more money this she's not going to tell them yeah. like don't show up to my personal friends family gatherings because it's bad for her business yeah. she can't ever speak out against them in any way shape or form. even when she visibly looks uncomfortable or scared that they're there look at that like hold on like, this photo right there just... this is not the face of a woman who is happy to see you no <laughs> Like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, like, uh, I mean, it speaks <laughs> to the power of her work. It speaks to just how good she is at her job. Yeah. She's very good at her job. I will give her that. But it's uh, it's uh, not. And like Zoe Kravitz is behind her yeah. looking very annoyed. There's a, she's like, nobody goes to see my movies <laughs> the, like the way they're doing Because I'm a Nepo year. baby. Because I'm a Nepo baby. Nobody even liked my dad that much. But you're thinking maybe Taylor Swift should star in a blockbuster movie? Yeah, I do. I think, I think they should have, I think they, they lost out when they didn't make a star is born with Taylor Swift. Uh, I am what I am said crisis party. Yes, that did go through my friend. Thank party? you. Thank you. Like, I, I think they need to make some, you guys remember the movie Crossroads with Britney Spears? No. Uh, okay. Well, you're too young, but it was, it, it was, it was a very what early year? meme, 2006 or something like that. Very early okay. meme potential. So what I'm thinking is they make either Crossroads with Taylor Swift or they make Coyote Ugly 2 Electric Boogaloo with Taylor Swift. Cause that movie was about a songwriter. That. She wouldn't do that because the women and Coyote Ugly were hot. That's stupid. Make it anyways. She would think it's sexist. Well, she should do it. They should just. But make they it. haven't come out to see her cameos in movies, and I thought that she should have had yeah. a Barbie cameo. Like that yeah. was a, a huge opportunity that they missed. <laughs> People in the chat are like, "I remember that was a bad movie." Yes, the the movie Crossroads was a bad movie. I, <laughs> I from what I remember. That, but if I mean, she starred in a movie, Britney Spears, yeah, she starred in a movie. No, Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, if she, she starred. starred in a movie. You think that it would do as well as Barbie? Because of her fan yeah, base? Yeah, I do. I, I honestly do. Like, if it was marketed the right way, soundtrack is nothing but Taylor Swift songs. Like, it's just Taylor Swift music. Uh, and it's about or Taylor a, Swift adjacent. It's a woman named Sailor Twift, and it's <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's about an, a young up and coming country star fighting back against the patriarchy that is keeping women down. No, in the it needs music to be industry. something that's less realistic, like. I don't know. She's a lounge singer. Oh, yes. Crossroads had Taryn Manning, uh, the girl from last week. The Orange is the New Black Lady. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. That was, it, was, it, was, it was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, every, you, you should watch it. You'd, uh, you'd love it. 
Uh, I'll consider it. I'll consider it. According to an insider, Taylor Swift was upset that fans swarmed her friend Jack Antonoff's wedding. Yeah, and and she like you said, she's not. I mean, doesn't she owe it to her friend to push back? Doesn't she owe it to her friend and her Her, friends? But her friend's a businessman. Fiance and her friend's family. But her friend's a businessman who understands. So really, he's like. Do I want to upset her fans and cost myself money? His he best option. He is costing himself money because he's her producer. His be, as I'm saying, his best option would have been to just not invite her. But even then, then people take. Why wasn't Taylor Swift invited to Jack Antonoff's wedding? Also, a lot of Swifties are like making TikToks condemning this behavior. When I believe wholeheartedly that if they were there and had the opportunity to be there, yeah. they would have been part of the crowd. <laughs> Somebody says Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Swift. Tokyo <laughs> Swift. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, we have to know, know uh, yeah. uh, all of the, oh, G- oh, Giorgio says the only crossroads I know is the song from Cream. Well, what about the Bone Thugs and Harmony song? That's the real crossroads. Uh, yeah, she was, like I said, she was in Amsterdam and nobody saw it but us. We I were, don't think a lot of people knew that she was in yeah, it. Yeah, and she was only in it for uh, a little bit. Though she had a she very had important a role. She had a cameo in the uh, Hannah Montana movie. And Cats. And Cats, and unfortunately. Cats. That nobody was saw that, though. disturbing. Yep. She's also getting heat right now because... Thank you, guys. One of her concerts in Italy had limited wheelchair access. Like, now you're just grasping for straws. Taylor Swift is ableist. Is Taylor Swift ableist now? Taylor Swift is super ableist. (laughs) Able Swift. I'm so I don't know. I think Italy is ableist because they don't have elevators. There you go. All right, guys, let's go ahead and do a super chat, shall we? Shane H. Wilder said, of course, A24 is making a musical. Well, you just don't get it. No, I get it. It's just pretentious claptrap wanting to be smart, and I hate it. Yeah. Too swift, too serious instead of too fast, too furious. Are you excited for Dix the Musical? No, I'm not going excited to, see... to review Dicks the Musical. I'm not going to see that. <laughs> I'm not going to see that. I will... It's like bros, but worse. I'm excited to see Gran Turismo, and that's like the only one I'm excited. And, and in fact, I, no, I was excited for the Equalizer 3 until I went and rewatched Equalizer 2 and realized that it just wasn't that good, <laughs> even though I like Fuqua's work. Like, uh, it's so boring for, for like, it's, it's just not that great. Like, I love the first one so much, and I love so much of Denzel's. Well, if you think it's boring, like it Denzel's, must be really bad. Denzel's early work with, like, uh, with Tony Scott was so good and so much fun. And then I see this stuff, and he just, he does look older, and that's fine, but I feel not like. not getting any new stars in Hollywood. But I feel like if you're older, you should compensate by, by quickening the pace of the movie a little bit. Like the age would show less. Like if it was a younger actor, it would feel more cerebral. But when it's an older actor, it feels like you're like just you're responding to the what's available to you, mm-hmm. right? So, but I, I do love uh, I do love Denzel. Like I, I made a tweet over the weekend. It was just like I wish Denzel Washington could make movies forever. And people were just like, with the power of AI. And I'm like, but no, I want him to be able to make movies forever himself, not like have a corporation decide that he can make movies forever mm-hmm. you know rick bungle said mary what is your favorite britney spears song mary? that's difficult i'll have to think about that uh till the world ends clearly no that wasn't even britney singing that that was like a stand-in for her how dare you say that i know <laughs> 
Uh, James Orenthal Wen said, PCC review of the Britney Weekend choo-choo tape. Uh, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, what's, no thanks. Uh, no thanks. Sign me up. Sign me up. Uh, let's let's Disco do Jensen one more and then we'll move on. $10 without a message. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, Victor Von Derp, I don't know if I want to say that. It sounds like an incitement of some sort. Let's hold off on the rest and we will come back after the fact. Okay. All right, let's move on, shall we? So Judy Garland is in the news. In the yeah. year 2023. It's like Gen Z tried to cancel Eminem. Now Gen Z is trying to cancel Judy Garland Garland from beyond the grave. I can't think of something more ghoulish than trying to cancel someone who is dead. Like there's definitely some karmic debt that you're racking up by trying to cancel someone who is dead. Especially someone like Judy Garland who is like done so dirty by Hollywood. She was introduced to show business as a literal toddler and she was on drugs from a very young age, like literally being fed amphetamines and sleeping pills at 10 years old, given an eating disorder to keep her figure on camera, died young also of an overdose, had like no agency or no control over her career for a very long time. And now she's getting canceled for doing blackface when she was still a child, by the way. When she had no control over the roles that she was allowed to take or reject. How old is she in this? She was 17? In one of them, she was 12. In another one, she was 17. Okay. And under her parental control the entire time. Yeah. So this was from 1938. Um, there were these videos that were posted on Twitter. One said, two movies a year apart. Same bitch. Shout out to Gen Z for teaching me this. So one of these is a screenshot of her when she was about 12 wearing blackface. Uh, and then another one from her in The Wizard of Oz. The community note says, Judy Garland was a minor who had no agency over her decisions and was under a highly abusive management. As an adult in the 1960s, she became a very vocal supporter of the civil rights movement. Yep. Um, so basically, you're Supported trying to Martin cancel a child for something that they had no choice in doing. And then they tried to refute this and posted another clip of her claiming she was 21 in it, when if you do the math, she was 17 in it. Yeah. And I just don't understand what the value is in, in trying to cancel someone who is dead, who did this at a time when this was culturally acceptable also they don't yeah but the thing is they don't look didn't at it that have way. control over taking role or rejecting it it's the same people who like when a college professor says to you like would you have stood up for against slavery when it was and every imparted? stupid person thinks that they would be the one yeah. to to be a revolutionary or whatever and and in fact they wouldn't be uh, but they don't have the humility to recognize they that. They won't even do it by getting rid of their cell phone, which is being made by child slaves in other countries. Yeah. Yeah. One person said, I think we're spending too, too much time absolving Judy Garland and we're overlooking more productive conversations young people would find more helpful if they're learning about all this stuff for the first time. Judy was asked to do this because white people found this as an acceptable form of entertainment in the 1930s. It's baked into the foundations of American pop culture that's deeply unsettling, especially when a familiar face makes that fact obvious, real, and recent. I also love, there, there's just something to me that's just so current year about the fact that then they show the picture of Robert Downey Jr. And they're like, that's yeah. fine though, because we like him. Or, or 
uh, let's talk about Justin Trudeau's blackface or let's talk about Sarah Silverman doing blackface or any of these people who are accepted by the establishment and also who who wore blackface in a time when it was not socially acceptable yeah. or baked into pop culture. Yeah. But because she did it when it was still socially acceptable, she should get dragged on it. To me, for, what this always and while is. she's literally like in the ground. Yep. She died in 69, right? She, yeah. Yeah. So she, at like 47 years old. Disco this had woman is in, been born and died. This woman is in her grave right now. Yep. Like. What I find most sad about all of these conversations, with the people who have these discussions online especially, is like, it. Oh, there's a $20 one right there from Crispy Leg Transport LLC. Says, He's, uh, got that? Uh, he said, uh, those cancel people need to go touch some grass. Yeah. Like what it is to me and is a response to that it's kind of like we always judge by how it was rather than how far we've come and it's more important I think to judge just how much progress has been made in such a short period of time than it is to go back and focus on what happened a hundred years ago especially mm -hmm. when our attention spans barely allow us to think about what happened a week ago well, I also just don't think that you need to even justify this by saying, oh, no, it's okay. She was uh, anti-racist and she was a supporter of the civil rights movement later on. Yeah. You don't need to even defend her with that. You can just defend her on the basis that this is a human being who has been dead for much longer than like the time before you were born yeah. and doesn't deserve to have her name dragged through the mud for something that she did when she was a child. Yep. It doesn't matter if she, you know, repaired her reputation in your eyes after the fact. Yeah. Like, it's just ghoulish and evil to drag someone's name like this through the mud after they're dead. Yeah. And their family members are going to see this. And like, you know, her family was in show business even before she was born. And imagine how bad it was before then. I will say that I, I do kind of like a lot of the comments are like, I don't care, move on. Like from all groups seem to be saying like, what, what is, why is this making the rounds again? Why do you care? Uh, and it does show the political expediency of it when it's uh, like something like this, which is uh, politically neutral, meaning that they can use it to benefit them. Whereas if it's somebody like Trudeau, that will just go missing and nobody will remember it. Or Sarah Silverman, it'll go missing. Nobody, then all of a sudden it's, it's misremembered. Robert Downey Jr. is given a pass because we all love Robert Downey Jr. Uh, so it's selective outrage at its finest. You get to decide what Who you're angry about this day. Lots of people have, have done it. They, they mentioned lots of people in the in the comment section of this right here. But the, the There are even like a ton of YouTubers who have gotten called out for doing this. Oof, in the um, age of the internet. Yeah. And where everything's permanent. It's, uh, it, it just, it, it is really this that people are angry and it's, and it's a day that ends in why. Like, you don't want people to dig up the ugly things you've done. Yeah. Like, everyone has done questionable shit. I like people posting the scenes from white chicks in here. Yeah, like. Everyone loves white chicks. Everyone loves that movie. Yep. Yeah. Now I get it. It doesn't have the same historical cultural context. Exactly. It obviously, does not. it's not done with malice and hatred. But like, I think that we can at least be happy with the fact that this is no longer a part of our pop culture, and we don't uh, consider this acceptable anymore. Well, that's the point. Why right? can't we just be happy with that? That we've made the progress. That's what matters. But the point is that we made like the progress. They're like addicted to the outrage. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and they're they, gonna continue just resurrecting it over and over again. But also remember, then when when you race swap the characters and we get Ariel and Snow White, and then you're told to not care because it's about representation. We're like overcorrecting so yeah. badly right now. Yep. Uh, to the point where everyone is more divided, and they're tar and feathering someone's corpse. I, I did like it's that. It's just gross. Angela Bel Camino got in on this, uh, <laughs> saying, "Fun fact: Judy Garland is more talented than Beyonce, Taylor Swift, and Zendaya combined." And the first comment says, "The Gen Z is not going to like that." And and Damon Toll, whoever responds, says, "Mag Angela Bel Camino, Maga Angela Bel Camino," and you know. It's it's sad. It's and sad because it's you're taking someone like you said. They're kind of uh, ignoring the fact that she had a really really rough life. Like yeah. A, and then still and but became like an advocate for civil shoes. rights. Somebody who who became an advocate for civil rights later on. What you do as you grow matters as much as the mistakes you make when you're younger. And let's talk about the the societal ills that were a part of Judy Garland's experience that are still in Hollywood today. Which the fact that she was sexually abused by executives in these Hollywood studios, I am, I am sure I would die on this hill that that is still happening today to child stars and adults. I'm sure too. Yeah. Um, but nobody wants to talk about that because it's not a hot button, trendy issue that BuzzFeed is going to cover. Yep. And you're going to continue like shitting on Sound of Freedom. <laughs> Oddly enough, it does. Like, I mean, it's not like they don't cover it when the Nickelodeon stuff comes up, but it never seems to hold the news the way that you'd expect it to. People like Dan Schneider or Harvey Weinstein, uh, as legitimately guilty as they are, were made into sacrificial lambs to protect everybody else in Hollywood who is continuing to be predators. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not going to get named and shamed. I just like they deserve to be. But that's an ongoing problem in Hollywood that deserves to be talked about. But nobody's doing blackface in Hollywood now. Like, this is a long gone issue. Uh, I would like to talk about things that are relevant to the present day. But the thing, both sides... And, and about people this, who are alive and who yeah. can answer for their actions. When this stuff happens, both sides say... On either side. When, when, when this comes up and everyone that's in this comment section is saying, well, you know, it's long, she's long dead, cry about it. It's, it's not a big deal anymore. They're not doing it anymore. And then when they race swap characters and everybody comes out and says, I can't believe they're race swapping my characters that I love so much. And then the other side says, oh, it's about inclusion and representation. Cry about it. Like both <laughs> sides just say the same thing. Everybody always responds with cry about it. Not my problem. But at least when it comes to race swaps, we're just responding to something that's happening today. Currently, yes. Instead of resurrecting an old like what uh, like almost a hundred year old clip of somebody who's dead yep um and it's uh and, and even then it's it's selectively enforced right yeah like like i said like uh they didn't make a big deal when tilda swinton played the ancient one in the original doctor strange because they didn't want to piss off china um, they didn't make a big deal about uh, Ben Affleck playing Mendez uh, in Argo because Mendez gave his okay, gave his blessing for it and said it was fine. Mm -hmm. But it's selective outrage whenever uh, people want to be mad. And if this is worth anything, I should mention, like in at least one of these roles where she was in blackface, she was still a white character who was doing blackface in a performance to get away from her uh, abusive... Uh, family her exploitative family members that was her character's plot which is weirdly close to her real life yeah um so 
I mean, it's not quite as bad, but I mean, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying like there is context to every one of these snapshots in history and they're not really concerned with the context. They just want to feel superior. Yeah, and there was a lot of outrage from the person who was like, the person who was upset about this was really upset about it and was calling her names and uh, it wasn't done in a way that was like seeking to to figure out what was going on so that they could understand it and come to a resolution. It was about being angry. Yeah. Um, but, the, but it's almost like, like you said, it's designed to not have a resolution because the actress has long since passed. So you can't fix it. She can't come out and apologize. And that probably angers them even more because they love to get the fake apology. They <laughs> love the apology that they know the person doesn't mean because they want to get the person to bow to their will. They might be expecting her, yeah, her children family. to her, her, yeah, her surviving family. I wouldn't to be surprised. Answer for it. I, wouldn't I hope be surprised that they don't. Liza Minnelli, if you're watching this, please, please don't bow to the mob. Nope. Let's go to Super Chats. Uh, Jacob Edler said, nearly two decades of Britney's life was stolen from her. Of course, she's gotten arrested. Development, pity her, but let her be. Um, I, I do pity her. I think I that she still has her. agency. She's still an adult. And uh, like I said, she's got kids. And I don't think we're being hyper rude or, or anything no. like that. I'm, we're just talking about something that's happening in the news. And one of the things is when you rocket to that level of fame and you achieve hundreds of million dollars of net worth which of course has been dwindled to 60 million dollars because of the leeches who who bank off of who've made yeah. money off of her you become part of the public consciousness and that means that people are going to talk about it i think we do better than most in not being overly rude or bombastic about it i think we talked about it in a fair way mary clearly said that she hopes that she gets the help she needs but i don't think you just leave it be in that context when it's a when public figure and, and trust like like to the person who sent that super chat like i struggle with that i understand because i am a live and let live let the person be type of individual but it's the job and it's and they are in the public in the public space and people are going to talk about it either way i would rather talk about it in as respectful of a manner as possible than leave it to people than just leave it to the people who are just going to be rude and say haha look at this it's ridiculous uh there's some you know it's just i, I don't think that it's just something you leave be just because of uh, the circumstances Sorry if you didn't mean it that way, though. <laughs> Grin said, week three of Mabga. Sorry, can't afford to super chat each day. Don't apologize. That's fine. Uh, I'm still going to make American bullying great again on your behalf, dude. Disco Jensen sent $5 without a message. Thank you. Um, Mike Nick said, East 90, 90, 90, 999. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, it's a East 1990. It's it's a bone thugs and harmony. oh yeah. sorry, didn't get the reference. Shane H Wilder said these adult kindergartners need a hobby. Go create or build something. You have God given talents. Grow up and use them. I don't know if they do. <laughs> they might have talents of some sort. Could sorts. they be of use to society? They've got some email jobs. I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. Those those poor people. Lulu said. Let's do one more and then we'll move on. Uh, Logan Paul should be happy. He's about to legally put his hands on Dylan. This should be his motivation to fight for his woman's honor. There you go. 
there you go. Like he not, has a perfect excuse. Not many people get that opportunity. That is that is absolutely true. <laughs> All right, let's hold off on the rest, and we will come back, guys. So as you know, um, there's been a tragedy going on in Maui right now, the wildfires and everything, and one person is coming to the rescue. No, it is not Joe Biden. It is, <laughs> it is an OnlyFans model named Maria Casillas uh, who is uh, offering to sell her nudes $10 each for one nude all to be donated to the wildfire victims. Unfortunately, the evil supervillain in this case is GoFundMe, who refunded all the money to people. Oddly enough, the people got to keep the nudes. Well, I mean, you you can't really take that back. Yeah, yeah, they got to keep they got to keep the news. <laughs> so it's basically just free news, yeah, and says, nobody who was a victim of the wildfires was helped. So it says Is uh, that what we're hearing. Yeah, OnlyFans model in Honolulu resident Mar- uh, Mar- Is it? I think it's Mariah. Mariah Casillas, age twenty two, revealed that she would send nudes to each person who donated at least ten dollars in recovery efforts aimed at the Maui wildfires. I think by the time it was done, it raised over seven thousand dollars. Can people? People um, just donate to a charity without jerking nudes? off. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like that would be a little bit more of a credit to your character. I do love the idea that there's like people who are like, I did my good deed for the day. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of them are also telling themselves, oh, I'm supporting a small business. Exactly. Well, yeah. I'm supporting women's businesses. That's, yeah, that's, um, that, on International Women's Day, their, their OnlyFans budget goes through the roof as they help small, female small business owners. Uh, she says, F it, sending nudes to everyone who donates at least $10 to the Maui. Like, I get it. Like, she's a resident, right? So she, it, it, it hits a particular chord with her. She's certainly doing her part. She's not, she's not Paris Hilton off here taking her, her bikini thirst traps as <laughs> the fires, as the fires this, blaze forth. This is against TOS on GoFundMe, yeah. I, I presume. Yes. Which she should have known. Uh, I don't think she read Someone that. Someone said, do you take EBT cards? Amazing. No. Just amazing. Uh, yeah, they shut her down. Uh, is, uh, she goes by Lava Girl. I'm sorry. If you guys are looking to do your own research. Not all heroes wear capes or clothes. Yes. Uh, if you're looking <laughs> to do your research, guys, uh, her name's Lava Girl on social media. If you want to go and inspect for yourself and figure out just how you can better help the people of Maui, um, you can do that. It's, it really is a sign of the times, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that this woman is helping anyone. Obviously, all of the money got refunded. But, I mean, you can just, out of your giant payouts from OnlyFans, donate that amount anyway. You My don't hope need is to sell nudes does. to do that. Do you think that she was, like, taking an individual <clears throat> nude for every... $10 donation or was it just the same one for everybody she, like she takes a specific one and like you use this docu-sign to to sign it <laughs> like like a digital signature and then sells it onward or like britney does it's just a different filter it's, on everyone. <laughs> see that's cheating that's cheating do a different one for each person like you can just do a thing where you like just take a bunch at once and then just send the same so, uh roll of them to them but take a separate one for she each said person. i just wanted to get the word out and for people to stop thinking it's a gimmick i love this island and would do anything for it the money isn't going to me and it's not a promo for anything but raising money I do hope that she ends up donating the money separately, right? I hope so too, but I mean, she would have already done that if that were her she, intention. I mean, couldn't she just start another GoFundMe without offering the nudes? And I bet it would. It might not make that much money, it, but it would still make it some. It wouldn't have worked if she did that. Yeah. 
because people are selfish. Well, they said that she moved and it. And they're coomers. They, they said that she moved it to her OnlyFans. Uh, her fun, she's, she's now is, taking see, her new fundraiser. See, this is to funnel people to subscribe to her OnlyFans. It's yeah. selfish at the end of the day. She's now taking her nude fundraiser over to OnlyFans. And, and then TMZ uh, kind of uh, says, like, where they think that the people who run the show over there will have a slightly different take on it. And they will. And she added, will. I'm just being the influencer, so to say, to try to get everybody on the same page to help and do what they can in this time of need. I've put together a team to help me disperse these funds to families, households, and those that need immediate relief. There was, um, Joey, uh, Joey B. Toons posted a picture where it's just a woman posting in a bikini thirst trap and says, praying for the people of Maui with like the sad face emoji. And it just, and then the, it just says like, this is the face of pure concern. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's something about it, right? It short circuits their brain. It's like the women taking thirst trap photos out front of Auschwitz. Remember that? Okay. They weren't like taking thirst traps. It was more just like, you know, vanity shots, okay. like glamour taking shots. Taking vanity shots you know? out front but, of. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, right? Or the, the woman who did it out fr in front of her dad's coffin. Yeah. That was weird. Or Caroline Calloway taking bikini photos to announce her dad's suicide. <laughs> like, what is it? What is yeah. it that short circuits the brain to think? Like, like I guess it's just because they're so used to having to use the no, photos it's like, to, to funnel you see, people. You see a tragedy that is uh, causing thousands of people to lose their lives, their households, um, their their homes and land, and you think, how can I make this about me? And how can I use this to funnel people to subscribe to my OnlyFans to benefit me and get people to give me attention? Here's, I don't think um, that this was a noble effort at all. Here is the one I was talking about from like 2018. If you guys didn't ever see this one. Um, yep. We live in, in a hellscape. Or of, like that kid that recorded a musically in front of his grandfather on his deathbed in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Like I just don't respect the uh, effort. Sorry. Like, this was, um, yeah, yup. She don't uh, even, why would you wear that to a funeral at all? Yeah. That's just not the way that you should. I'm more upset dress by that at pose. anyone's funeral. That pose is almost mocking. It like is. The, the, eye, the eyes look almost mocking to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's just, but that's, there's something about it, man. We've short circuited people's brains with internet fame and clout. Uh, and people don't realize that what they're doing is uh, is kind of in not the right time, not the right place for something like that, right? Yeah. Like they just they just they're not quite grasping it. Am I wrong? Um, no, you're right. I just think that this is like a peak narcissism. Well, I mean, it's the sign of the culture we're in right now, and I I don't know if you can actually change that because her it, the business model requires it, right? To be that good. when you're your own business, when your body is your business, it kind of requires a level of narcissism, and they just don't realize that that doesn't translate to other business to all other business ventures. I just think if she actually cared about it, post somebody like post an actual family's GoFundMe, yeah. use your platform that you have on social media to get more eyes on it and leave your own personal gain out of it, yep. right? Because she knew that a lot of people would see this and that the media would cover it because it enrages people. Like she was just using this to get more subscribers. Yeah, and that's the thing, like it's like a, it's got like a built-in- I she actually in, cares at all. It's got a built-in denial mechanism. Like I, I, I'd like to think that she's just young, doesn't quite get the, that 
she doesn't get Well, she's that naive. She shouldn't be selling pictures of her body online at all. Yeah. She doesn't understand the consequences of her own actions. She had a $100,000 goal. That was a lot of nudes. She only made That's it to That's why I'm telling 000. you, it's just the same nude copy and pasted for all the people to pay. I changed my mind. I don't support this anymore. I, <laughs> I supported it when I thought it was, uh, it was her idea. The top comments is, it's a nice sentiment, but I don't know why women get multiple tattoos all over their body. It doesn't make them more attractive. It makes me wonder where they've been. Wait, why is that a nice sentiment, but the tattoos are what give you pause? It's like this weekend. I, I, I forgot to send this to you. I saw the most insane comments. Like I almost like wanted to cover it as a topic, but it wouldn't really be relevant. Remember last week I mentioned uh, Chris Benoit's uh, like murder suicide, yeah. and people like there, I was like there are people that actually want him to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, I don't know if my phone was listening, but I get a lot of rest stuff you know pushed to me on Instagram, anyways. And there was one topic. It was just it was just a picture of him, and it says like should he be in the Hall of Fame? And then in the comment section, dude, it was all people saying yes, he should be in the Hall of Fame. But that's not the best part. There was a comment that said. People are so judgmental. You don't know what his wife said to him before he did it. I was yeah. like, bro, that has to be a freaking joke, right? That has These to be days, a joke. I'm not so sure. He's, it's literally saying, he's like, you know what else? Remember when we <laughs> talked about Mike Tyson that one time? Yeah. And we mentioned that he was convicted for our word. Mm. And people were like, this is me too all over again. Yeah. It's it's innocent until proven guilty, until it's someone you don't like, blah, blah, blah. Like, Bro, the guy literally got convicted of the crime. Yeah, he was in jail. <laughs> uh, dude, there was and a, nobody cares there because was he's a, famous. A meme that I posted over the weekend that was a it's a it's a sign from a, a church. It said uh, it said uh, come and then honor and then faith, right? Okay. And then it just said the same words. And they put a little picture of Mike Tyson at the bottom, and then just. I'll let you guys sound that out. Uh, it's it wasn't nice, it wasn't good, but it made me laugh. It was very crude. It's very crude, uh, but yeah, like it's just it's it's the sign of the times. It, I, the sad thing is, she'd be donating more money than the small the other small businesses that wouldn't be able to make that much money off of it. So that's the Looks sad like part. Looks like she's gonna be on a YouTuber reality show called Reality House with Tana Mojo. Okay, and she, Bryce Hall. I know Tana. I know Tana Mojo. I don't know. Uh, I don't know her, so you know, it's it's a sad sign of the times. It's just someone trying to get as much attention as possible, whether it's positive or negative. Uh, and but but it is, it does speak to the kind of cynical nature of how celebrities view philanthropy, mm -hmm. which is like a lot of times, like, even a celebrity who doesn't sell their nudes still looks at philanthropy as the same kind of uh, it's done for publicity reasons right it's done to shuffle people into your brand mm -hmm. to get people to understand or, or get, to get people more synonymous with your name yeah right yeah so all right let's go to super chats uh shane h wilder said you forgot hussy strumpet and painted woman i've never heard the I've never heard one. strumpet i've heard strumpet i've never what heard painted that woman. Placeholder name said Logan's lady is a loose cannon. She's loose and can take a cannon. Oof. Got him. Hiroshima Otaru said she made him wait to put him in his place. Kind of. Yeah, it feels Did that way. Did you see the way that she was looking at him in that video? Like, I think this topic is finished. Yeah. Don't you? And, Sweetie. <laughs> and then just basically, we're going to move on now, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like she wears the pants in that relationship. Why do you why do you why do you think like people as successful as him end up with women that are domineering? 
just uh, they don't want to make. They're tired of decisions. They're, they're tired of decisions. They have decision same, fatigue, and they want. It's the same reason that rich, powerful men end up with dominatrixes, like maybe CEOs. Like that's like at the end of the day, yeah. I'm sick of making decisions. I want somebody to tell me what to do. It might be that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shane H. Wilder said, I think Andrew Jacobs is wondering about PCC, not CCP, because he saw the PCC trailer this morning. LOL. Well, we are gonna, we're going we're gonna to talk about that trailer tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We, will, we will debut Shane, uh, Shane's trailer. We really admire the creativity. We do. And how quickly you got that put together. That's yep. crazy. Austin Brown said, is Mary in costume to film a silent prison film? You could be. Yeah. I can't wear stripes around here. On the chain. People wear stripes, and no Dang. one says anything. When Mary wears stripes, she's a prisoner. Like I don't get it. Mm-hmm. John Stewart said, "Cracks neck painfully." I remember <laughs> mini discs. Yes, man. They were. Now a you thing. have mini discs in your spine. They were. A, they were a thing, man. They were a thing. Uh, John Stewart, or sorry, uh, exploding, Prinny. Looks right. Said, anyone read the comic book Killchella? I feel like the T Swift fandom is heading in that direction. They're they're gonna do something bad's gonna happen at one of these events, right? Like what I want to see is they mob somebody. Like it's kind of like I watched this thing over the weekend where like a marching band is like the is like the army's marching band at their football games. Or no, I'm sorry, it's Air Force. They do a whole performance in the shape of a plane. And then they break up and the plane becomes a smaller plane in a landing deck and they land the plane while performing on there. The, the Taylor Swift mob will attack a bunch of people and it will spell out live, laugh, love <laughs> below it. Right. Like, there are a lot of girls that don't actually like Taylor Swift or her music that much that are just part of her fan base because it's the group hive mind is what that's what they've decided to do now they've just become swifties because they need something to be beyonce had that yeah beyonce once had that level of stardom and it's shifted over to taylor swift crazy shane h wilder said sorry brett the only crossroads i'll watch stars ralph macchio as a young musician trying to save the soul of an old blues guitarist from the devil good times Um, ralph macchio shane h wilder said canceling judy when it was culturally acceptable Amos and Andy was one of the top radio sitcoms that starred white men playing black characters. Radio sitcom, though. Like, they've got, um, what did I just see recently? Uh, who was it? The guy who's playing Doctor Who is going to be... Um, or Winston Duke plays Batman in a radio, do- in like a radio drama. And then, like somebody else got recast as like uh, like a black actor got cast as a white character, like a traditionally white character for the radio okay. place. I don't think that matters as much. It's it's the radio. It's, you can't see them. You can't so. see them. It's it's like when it's like when they complain about a white actor playing a a black character. Unless he's just doing like super strong ebonics the whole time. <laughs> I'd even support that because it'd be funny. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Carnell said, there has been rumors swirling on the internet that Taylor Swift could play the Marvel character Dazzler in Deadpool 3. Uh, Women I, don't care about superhero yeah. movies, though. Like, you can't, you, that doesn't translate. It needs to be, it needs to be a, her a own movie. Story. Her own movie and a story that girls would like. Yep. Like if, the, you're, if you're trying to get that level of fanfare, you it. might get some women to come out for that. Maybe, but uh, you'll you'll make the girlfriend who's being dragged to that movie by her bo- boyfriend's night a little bit less depressing. But like women, women don't care about Deadpool. That's true. It's just a fact. Shane H. Wilder said, "Thirsty dudes buying nudes for Maui, thinking 
uh, I'm doing my part. Like it's Starship Troopers or something. Yeah. Rolls eyes in disgust. <laughs> it's, it's, it, or I mean, it's the same thing. as like, think about the, like people were talking about the other day. People really did get vaccinated for a donut. Like, yeah. And pe- burgers. People are like, cause we're just fat, stupid idiots <laughs> who go to adult kindergarten and we eat crayons and drink Soylent and we get all, all of our shots and boosters. Yeah, we're like just people fat worms. Just imagine that there was people who were <laughs> like, "Well, I was on the fence about this vaccine, you know." But, but then you offered me Krispy Kreme, and I let go of all of my principles uh, and convictions. Who was who was the guy who was like eating <laughs> the fries during the press conference, and he looked like he had a gun to his head as he ate them? Chad will know what I'm talking about. Wait, One what was, press conference? I, like, are you the, it was like about? some press conference talking about the vaccine, and he's like eating French fries. I while- saw a press conference where the woman talking like had just gotten the shot and then she collapsed on the ground and there was also like the fake ones where like like that looks like nancy pelosi's getting the shot but she's not actually getting it did you see the clip of ron DeSantis that that was posted recently that's just like zoomed in on his face while he's talking to someone he's smiling but he just looks like he is about to commit a mass atrocity <laughs> and he's like he's like grinding his teeth back and forth together i'm like Dude, this would literally be me if I were running for office. Like, I wouldn't be able to hold it together. So it's not like I hold it against him, but he's just not cut out for this, man. Like, I, he he looks scary yeah. at this point. <laughs> like, like he, he's looking like he's about to, like, murder suicide. Like He's, uh, he's giving Chris it's, Benoit. It's giving Chris Benoit. It's giving, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, they're, you're they're not enough of a um, sociopath for this line of work, sir. Somebody's saying that it was de Blasio and other people are saying Cuomo. Also, um, when he was like shakily holding the beer and being like, I'm normal. <laughs> the, like then, holding on to that thing for dear life. There was also like he was he was out like on the campaign trail, like walking during like a, an <laughs> event. And they're like, and people are like, why is your wife holding the kid? <laughs> Can't what? Because he was like, he was like on like a. Why is that bad? Because like, because they were like walking in the rain. Oh, and she's oh. like carrying the kid. And he's like, why isn't he carrying the kid? Bad look. Yeah. 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 That's the problem with politics, man. Everything becomes t- even more like That's why you need, you need to be a sociopath to yeah, do it right. You do. Victor Von Derp said, there should totally be an OF thought who wears a space marine costume from Starship Troopers and teases with the caption, would you like to see more? Yes. Have you seen Starship Troopers? No. You should see. You would like Starship Troopers. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Crossroads or Starship Troopers? Crossroads. Okay. <laughs> and Victor for you, Von Derp for you, said, not for me. Mary wears stripes more than Waldo. I saw a meme over the weekend that said it was like it was a grave and it said Waldo. It says I've got some good news and some bad news. <laughs> it's good. It's Every good. dude in Portland dresses like Waldo. That is true. That is true. At the at the local coffee shop. Yeah. All right, guys. Before we go, would you hit the like button on this video and would you subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? Thank you very much for that, Mary. Where can they find you? You can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived, or you can send me hate on X. That is also Mary Archived. All right, guys. Thank you again for joining us today. And if you'd like to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter slash X 
and on Instagram at Brett Dasivic on both of those platforms. Thank you very much. This show is here five days a week, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. And if you'd like to listen to the audio version of this podcast, we are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. If you'd like to follow the show on social media, we are on Twitter slash X at PopCulture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at PopCultureCrisis, and on Instagram at PopCultureCrisisPod. We've had several clips over there doing very, very well lately. So thank you. Thank you very much for that. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Later.